Welcome to another episode of the Scream Eagles podcast, the only NRL podcast that's been blocked by DCE. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me for this special 51st episode spectacular is the man who said, who the fuck would want to listen to a manly podcast two and a half seasons ago, Billy Buttons. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Uh, so for those listening, no, your uh, ears did not deceive you. This is the 51st episode. Yeah. You're probably going, oh, I must have missed the 50th. I better go down and download it because, you know, you'd hate to listen to these out of order. Exactly. It's like watching the Star Wars films out of order, yeah. you know. Imagine watching Revenge of the Sith first. That would be... <laughs> well, are they all... I think if you watched that one first, you wouldn't be going any further than that. You're like, yeah, I don't know what the fuss is all about. <laughs> I'm good. I'm done. Um... But uh, for those who uh, follow us on Twitter, they're well aware of what happened. But for those who didn't, basically we recorded a week ago, we recorded the big 50th yeah. episode. Oh, greatest, greatest episode ever. We were on fire. Yeah. The guests were, were plenty and thorough. and, yeah. and, and Bountiful. Uh, bountiful. That's the word I was thinking of. <laughs> um, some really good insider goss that was going on. Uh, I'm still a little bit. Surprised, yeah. At what was what was brought up, and, the, and the feuds said that on air too. The feuds that went back so far, yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, that's an episode that will just live in our minds forever <laughs> because um, generally we actually record on my old computer, which is about six, seven years old, and it's purely used just for recording. And uh, unfortunately, it died about Richard's realm. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> One too many gifts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we were probably in the last 10 minutes of recording and it just packed it in and we lost the entire episode. Yeah. Uh, not since 2013 have I been so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, and just like 2017, it wasn't our fault. Yeah. <laughs> 2013. Oh, right, so, so that's, yeah, 2013. Tony Archer, was it? Um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully he's One not. Of them. Yeah, he's, he's no longer with us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's an episode that we'll, we, we, we're going to redo it and try, and try and recreate the magic. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't, can't recreate the magic. Mate, if, if you're lucky enough to put, put it in a bottle once, I just yeah. don't think you can tempt fate. It's like, it it's like when the Beach Boys recorded Pet Sounds. You kind of have its first take. You yeah. get it in your first go and that's when the magic happens. That's right. You can't. I don't remember them releasing Pet Sounds 2. <laughs> well, I don't think they... Oh, no, they did. What was... There was one after Pet Sounds they oh, didn't well, actually then. release. Until oh, Kokomo. Still the best Beach Boys song as far as I'm concerned, just quietly. Featuring John Stamos. With Dan Stamos on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so we're not even we're not even going to attempt to do so. That, so so we're basically we're going from episode forty nine to episode fifty one. Yeah, um, fifty. You know, like all all lost classics, will just remain. Uh, we might reference it here and there. Yeah. and have a good old chuckle, chuckle about, about the time that that goth that yeah well. that um, Cliffy when we had Cliff and yeah two in, in well I'm surprised I'm amazed that Beaver and Cliffy didn't like each other that's just <laughs> I'm still I'm still reeling from that and did Tim Manor swear like a fucking drunken oh God. drunken sailor in between lines oh, of cocaine yeah fuck God this yeah. and he does you know. love he does love the podcast yeah. <laughs> it does <laughs> um alright so we'll get we'll get into episode 51 yep let's um, get it rolling yeah so Drew I just Quickly touch on something. Bring mm. bring back the old times. We yeah. saw Wonder Woman during the week. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's got oh, big big raps on it. Yeah, right? I, I I was disappointed because I was told it was going to be really funny. It's not that funny. I think what other people think is funny, what I think is funny, it must be two different things. Yeah. But I found I did find that I did find that I was distracted pretty much the whole film. Is it? She's she's probably too good looking. You know what I mean? Is like she? you're trying to focus on what's going on. Yeah. And you're just looking at her going. She's too good looking. I'd convert to <laughs> really, Judaism for her. She really <laughs> Who is she? Gail Godot, her name is. Okay. She's an Israeli born lass. Wow. Um and uh yeah. Perfect casting. As far as I'm concerned. Okay. But um yeah, worth saying. Okay. Just for the perf factor alone. Yeah. Even. Yeah. It's a shame my kids aren't old enough because I think it'd be a good film for them the girls. to go and say. But probably there's probably a couple of years still left in that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, look, let's, should we just get into the news? Let's get straight into news. The Eagles release Nate Miles immediately to join the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> oh. A saga. You know what? Let's dedicate this episode to one of the manly greats. Yes. Origin forward. <laughs> Nate Miles. Um, who's joined some of the recent great manly origin players. Dylan, Dylan Walker. <laughs> Just the... well, Dylan Walker's done an opposite Nate Miles. Like Dylan Walker plays well for manly and did nothing in his seven minutes of origin. Yeah. But this this has kind of followed... Nate Miles around, hasn't it? Because he, he he didn't do anything at the Gold Coast either. No. Has he ever done anything at a club? Maybe at the Bulldogs, I think. I think maybe at the Bulldogs, and I think he's pretty much made his living, living on winning State of Origin for Queensland. Yeah, and getting punched in the head by Paul Young. And getting punched in the head. Well, and, and, and taking it quite well. Yeah, that's true. Like getting punched twice, boom, boom, and then he just looked at him going, what, what are you doing? <laughs> No wonder you couldn't put Junior Paulo away. I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was a fucking love tap. Um, yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I don't follow other teams because, quite frankly, you know, they bore me. Mm. But we'll get onto that later during the I'm Done section. But, um, <laughs> you know, I watch a little bit of Power these days. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm probably not the best to comment on Nate Miles because until he signed, yeah, I, I knew him from getting punched in the head, and that was pretty much it. Mm. Um, but I had high hopes 
uh, as we've spoken about, I think, before on the pod. I thought he might be the new Ben Kennedy come in and really... But I tell you what, he's not the new Ben Kennedy. He's not even the fucking old Ben Kennedy. <laughs> Maybe he's a new chocolate mark. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, I'm a bit no, you know what? Not even he's not even chocolate mark. <laughs> he's he's Parramatta for chocolate mark. That's oh. what he was. Um, oh, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, he was your equivalent of our <laughs> yeah, at half the price. Right. Yes. Um, look, I picked up on some of this. I'm quite sensitive to reading between the lines. Yeah, you could say. Yeah. Um, You're perceptive. Very much so. Um, it's my sixth sense. You know he was a ghost in that, right? Um, I, read a, I read an article in a, a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about uh, it was during Origin, uh, just before Origin won, mm. that Miles had been chosen, and they're going, how, you know, how do you feel being in camp and, you know, you're going to start the game and blah, blah, blah. And he went, yeah, well, I'm used to starting the game. I've always started games, um, and I'm actually a lot better and more effective starting games. He goes, um, so for the, and then he said something like, so for Manly, it's been a bit of a funny transition to come off the bench. Mm. And there was a little bit of a, it, 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 it was. And I, when I read that, I went, hmm, okay, all is, all is not well. And I thought, maybe he was happy coming off the bench. Because he's getting older, he can come off the bench, he doesn't have to do the big moments, he the impact place, he can come on and he can just throw himself into the game. 15 minutes or so. Yeah. And then he gets a nice little half-time orange. Yeah. And then he comes on, has another fucking run for 10 minutes, and then he's off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he can really just go for goal. He doesn't have to worry about conserving energy or anything. Yeah. Clearly, the ego That's wasn't yeah. enjoying it. Because mm-hmm. we were winning. I mean, with that formula with him on the bench, we were winning. So yeah. it's not like we were lost without him. Um, so clearly, there was some, some issues yeah. there. Um Jake Trevojevic was also uh, interviewed just after it was announced and Jake said, oh, it's a real shame to see him go. Um, and Nate's always spoken very highly of Jake. And I think I think around the players, he's quite popular, Yeah, Nate Miles. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the reasons why he was brought in. Um, but I'm guessing it's just purely a coaching issue yeah. that, he's, that he's got. Um, so now he's – so, I mean, we I heard – I heard rumours of it, but I couldn't believe that he'd be leaving halfway through a season. Yeah, it was. I think storm. maybe even friend of the podcast, uh, Michael Carriano, has put something. Who was it? Yeah. Well, or maybe it was Danny Wiser, the other friend of the podcast. Oh, fucking old skip leg day. <laughs> um, so, uh, in terms, I mean, I, to be honest, like, you could say, oh, well, it frees up some cap space and all the rest of it, but I don't really think it helps us this. I, I, if he was going to go, I would have preferred him to stay out the season with us yeah. and then leave because he had one more season after this left on his contract. Okay. I would have liked to have seen him go at the end of this year. But losing him now, it kind of doesn't Yeah. It doesn't benefit us We're at all. We're not getting anyone no. that we know of. No. Anyway. And I guess, though, I, I guess they're still thinking, well, we've still got... Is the, the 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 white whale, the one that we all hear about but have rarely seen this season, um, Darcy Lussick, oh. the the great white whale. <laughs> He's suspended. Sitting <laughs> out. Well, he he should be back. He should be back next next week. Um, for Cronulla now, whether he actually gets a Guernsey, I think he's now on injury 
reserve. Oh wow. Well, I think he I don't think he gets his I don't think he gets back into this side. Well, and we'll only because Through, Nate's gone. Well, Nate's but the, yeah, but this is the thing. Well, yeah, but then do, do Lloyd Parrott played and yeah, he played well. And he played okay. So yeah, does he come back? I think he I personally I think he gets another stint in reserve grade. <laughs> Well, I do. I think he gets another game in reserve grade yeah. against Cronulla, and if he has an absolute blinder, maybe then. Okay. But I don't think he comes off. I don't think he comes straight back to the side without doing something in reserve grade. Yeah. And and how many games? He's only played like three games. His fitness would be for shit right now. Yeah. You know, Mind you, like, that can help maybe having some a fresher player who hasn't... Yeah, but you still got to get your game fitness up a little bit, don't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. But anyway, well, yeah, he'd come off the bench, but... Well, it'll be interesting. I feel that, I know I'm moving away from the Miles headline here, but I feel that Lussick is starting to remind me of the Lussick we saw at Para. Yeah. Whereas when he left Para, he came to Para and I thought he had big potential. Like mm. he, was, he was immense in that season when you guys had that, you know, that big biff with um, Melbourne, the battle at Brookie. Yeah. And I thought he was a good signing for Parra and he did nothing with us at all. Mm. And then he went back to Manly and almost immediately went back to that player that I thought we were signing. But I think I see, a, and maybe it's because I'm carrying the emotional scars of being a Parra fan, but he's on Twitter too much. He's yeah. very much, yeah. you know, the rules. It's all about image mm. and co- being cool. Mm. And he wasn't that active on Twitter when he was playing well. I feel like he's a bit carried away in in himself. He needs a bit of a kick up the arse, I reckon. Yeah, I think he's probably got a little bit too much time on his hands while yeah. playing as well. Yeah. And he's kind of living vicariously through Pete. <laughs> That's right. Like, he's carrying on about his, you know, making origin. Yeah. And signing his big new contract more than Pete's is. You know what I mean? And you kind of get the wonder if Pete's is kind of like, oh, just yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's yeah. that like fringe dweller friend who yeah. you kind of go, yeah, okay, mate, yeah. We get it. Good, yeah. It's okay, you can hang out with us, but just calm down. Calm down. Yeah. You know, I know like, I'm cool. Yeah. Just, I know I'm unemployed. Yeah, man. you know the rules. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, getting back to Nate, yeah, Nate Miles. Thanks for your service. Yeah. Is that what we say these days? Thanks Maybe. for your service. Pat on the back. Yeah. Um, and we wish you well. I, I don't care about Storm and I don't know who plays for Storm apart from Cameron Smith and um, the other two. Glenn Lazarus. Glenn Lazarus. Yeah. And um, Steve Kearney. Steve Kearney. Um, to wear a nick out. He's yeah. there, isn't he? Yeah. And Inglis. Doesn't he still drive his yeah. boat down there occasionally? Yeah. Inglis. Yeah. So. Oh. Rodney Howe's there. <laughs> Was supplements. he ever there? Yeah, he was. Yeah, no, he was the big. He, he was a big supplement That's guy. That's right. Yeah. yeah, he took his vitamins. He was at the Western Reds as well. That's where he started. In the Union? No, in um, the rugby league team in Perth. Oh right, the Manly Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I reckon um, I, I don't I don't see how he fits into their team. But again, I don't really care fits in there mm. but I'm surprised that he would leave Manly with a fucking having a sook about not starting to go down to Melbourne where I'd be surprised he if he start. fucking starts no. but Craig Bellamy's got this thing about him where everyone thinks that he can take a fucking netball player and Maybe. turn them into a prop forward well he kind of he kind of does which is weird 
he, like he's done it with Chase Blair, um, the para player who was the worst ever winger for para slash centre. Yeah, and he's actually a reasonable player. He's not. He's never, not going to play. No, he team. hasn't set the world on fire. But he's but... a lot better than he was at para. Yeah. But I think that's just playing a good team. You'll look better too. Yeah. Um, well, he's really good at pretending to get the ball as the cutout pass goes over his head out to the winger. And <laughs> running the line. Yeah, that's a great, great, great angle. Yeah. So you just run that, okay? And when do I get the ball? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy. Easy chase. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of us. It's maybe the third season with this. We'll start passing you the ball. Right now, you just look like you're going to get the ball, catch, catch the ball. And wear those long sleeve jumpers. Only when you look like you're going to catch the ball and you've mastered that can you actually get the ball. Oh, okay, okay, good. All right, Chase, off you go. <laughs> You're, we call you fodder here at the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> Miles, Miles, yep, you're going to join the fodder team. Have you met Chase? <laughs> Chase, run Nate through the uh, through the plays. <laughs> um, all right. Man the utility, Jackson Hastings pays his respect to people of England in wake of London terror attacks. He's done it again. Oh, wow. I mean, is it even worth... <laughs> is it even worth... To, I mean, the segment's dead. Not all heroes wear capes. Once again, Jackson Hastings takes it out. Um, basically, he wrote a little message on his oh, wristbands to the people of London. Wow. Wishing them well. Um, look, a lot of players do it these days, but, you know, they do it in different ways. Jackson Hastings put his support behind the people of London. Yeah. Um, Andrew Fafita put your support behind someone who killed another man, one punch victim by one punching him, um, and asking him, can he be allowed out of jail? Look, messages sent there, people yeah. use it in different ways. I'm not saying one's better than the other. No. Um, and if this segment was around when Fafita did it last season, maybe he would have won that. Not all heroes. Yeah, okay. possibly. Possibly, yeah. unlikely. <laughs> Look, I don't want to be saying manly one biased, one eye biased. But um, Jackson Hastings, he's done it again. And then, because he's a support player and it's all about putting the effort in, you know, yeah. every day, week in, week out, he's then come out again uh, over the tele- Daily Telegraph, put a story on the back page about, um, uh, what's his name, Bladell, Bladell, Bladell? Oh, the Queenslander. Yeah, the Queenslander. Yeah. Um, and he's come out in support of him as well. He's come out on Twitter and says, Hope he has a great game. Terrible article. Easy to sit and type, but people work their whole life for a moment like this. Go well, mate. He's just like, he's such a supporter, isn't he? Like, oh, he's a man amongst men. Yeah. Well, and he also played in the, uh, he also played uh, for the man reserve grade this weekend. Okay. Yeah, kicked 100%. Boom. Yeah. So we got. You know, he's he, he's in waiting. He's knocking on the door. He's knocking on the door. Green is currently, you know, he, he's got he, he's in the room, but yeah, but Jackson Hastings definitely knocking on that door. Um, well, did you see? He did another tweet. I don't want to bring the phone down. Okay. Because we love Jackson. But I am a bit worried. He then sent. I think he might have been drunk. He's going to tweet out to Alex McKinnon. Oh. oh. <laughs> and, mate, we know, you know, everyone has their fetishes, right? Yeah. That's good. We don't judge him. No. Nah. 
No, you know, no. Heaven forbid. You know. If you see my search history. Yes. Billy goes down a dark yeah. rabbit hole. I get lost sometimes. He's at home by himself. <laughs> Which is regular. <laughs> but anyway, I'll leave that one. Too soon, maybe. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> he's throwing support everywhere. Um, NRL to investigate toxic Manly Seagulls front office. So this is from our good mate, uh, Danny Weidler, mm. who, um, as we all know, skips leg day at the gym every week. <laughs> uh, he's, he's buff up the top, yeah. but not much happening down below. He's also Which is weird, because you know... Below his eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because you know Josh Masood does the opposite. He just does. He leg. just leg. He just does leg days. Uh, yeah. So together they're kind of like Voltron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um. So old Widler. I mean, I wonder. I want. I'd really like to talk to Widler, and I wonder at what point did he give up being a sports journalist? Ooh. Because why, why don't you like just, this? This is a pretty big story if it's if it's true. It's enough. It's it's fake news. It's nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he's just annoyed that I don't know that he can't keep writing about it now that it's all sort of quiet down. But he just he just writes about gossip. He wrote this stuff about Manly in the front office, right? Yeah. Then the next article right underneath it was about Trent Merrin and how Phil, uh, Sally Fitzgibbons had broken up. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, he's not actually talking about any, any anything relating to what happens on the field. I just, it's no. just weird. I just wonder at what point did he just go, oh, I'm just going to be the guy who talks about girlfriends and, well, but that and, article and, and was little fights and stuff. The well, article was, did go into some salary cap, potential salary cap cheating. No, it didn't. Yeah. No. Oh, well, that's what I read. Well, I didn't, I didn't read that at all. Yeah. I think they said something about salary cap. I think once he... Here's the problem, though. I don't see how the NRL can investigate. Like, Para was a, almost a one-off because you actually had a faction of Para that wanted Para to mm. collapse, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, whereas Manly's not in that spot. They've gotten rid of the faction. They, Bozo won. Cleary's faction's gone. Mm. Um, Penn doesn't want Manly to collapse. He runs the place still. So there's a bit of Penn versus Bozo, but they have mm. an aligned interest. Mm. It's what can the, the NRL can flap and wave all they want. Well, it's none of their business, they can't, Exactly. What, How can they... If they Manly go through a 100 people a year... I know. The fuck? It's nothing... None of their business. Mm. Like, absolutely none of their business, who we hire and who we fire. Yeah. But let me... I've actually got an inside... I've actually got a little bit of an inside uh, information on this. Yeah. And this isn't fucking around. Yeah. This is actually someone very close to okay. it all happening. Okay. And I actually found out about this before Danny Weidel's little story. I found out about this on Friday. Okay. So I jotted it down and exclusive. put it in the old... You know, yeah. This is exclusive. Yeah. So apparently Cleary was gone at the end of February. Oh, Okay. It was, I don't know, it was kind of like, but he was allowed to keep coming in and it was all kept a little bit hush-hush because they were worried about what it looked like to hire somebody and then fucking fire them like okay. two months later. Yeah. I've heard through a very good source that he was a little bit creepy. Tim Cleary. Yeah. I can see that. Actually. Yeah. Allegedly creepy. <laughs> Let me throw that in there for the lawyers. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently... Around the fair sex, okay. he was a little bit weird. 
Mm, let's just say that. Yeah. Now, he did my like, response yeah. to that was he was principal of a Catholic school. Yeah. What the fuck do you expect? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's not exactly. It, it's like hiring a hammam and then going. Well, he keeps dropping to the floor and facing Mecca every couple of hours. And you go, well, yeah. <laughs> he's a Muslim. That's what they do. You say he's a he's a Catholic school principal. He's yeah, creepy. he's creepy. Yeah. What do you reckon? <laughs> what do you think he was going to be? Like Jesus Christ, you know? Like, come on, guys. Like <laughs> so. Um. So maybe when we met him out the front of the SFS, maybe he hadn't had a drink all night. No. Maybe that was just him. <laughs> we gave him the benefit of the doubt and gone, wow, he's had a few. Yeah. Maybe he was fucking sober as a church mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I found that he was quite physically affected. And I did know, and I did notice DC's wife kept looking at him. I thought she was looking at me going, I wonder if these are the assholes that my husband blocked on, on Instagram. But maybe she was actually looking at him going, oh, God, please, yes, keep talking so I can fucking run away. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I have that on good authority, and this isn't just like you know, okay. this isn't just two people sitting in a pub and someone's sprouted opinion. This is okay. This, this is, is an ex- this, this is, is an exclusive. This is what in the industry we call well placed source. Well placed source, and I I would go as far as to say this person is not in the bozo camp. Okay, this person is close to it all, and but this person is very much in the middle. Okay, Malcolm. Yeah. In the <laughs> So anyway, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure it does talk about some salary cap things. So wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that oh be no no no! At the very end, yes. Wydler just threw in a little oh and TPAs, and I literally think yeah. that was in the last in the in the last uh, sentence after you write everything, and he goes oh and of course manly TPAs because mm. that's clickbait. Because I there's a saying because they know that you they know saying. that you Google. And they, you, they know that you Google manly, manly Seagulls TPA every day just to see if anything's popped up. And he goes, well, at least we'll get this one person. There's a, there's a saying. Someone says it all I can't think of who. Yeah. But it's what is it? where there's smoke. There's smoke. I think your neighbours say it whenever you fucking... <laughs> whenever you, whenever you get your smoker out. <laughs> where there's smoke, there's Billy. Um, but can I just say, though, you hear about all these factions and off in fights and then people getting annoyed that blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Danny Widler has written that, you know, the NRL are looking into it. Okay. Yeah. So let me, let, let, let me just read you this part, right? So the people who work for, for Manly, who have, there's been an issue, mm. um, Latest employee to resign is marketing consumer and community manager Jody Evans. Right? Yep. Now, Jody Evans is Dean Ritchie's girlfriend. Oh, yes. Now, Dean Ritchie is good friends with Peter Peters, who is clearly in the Bozo camp. Okay. So, and then it goes on to talk about how the NRL are looking into it. Yeah. Okay. It does uh, also and then say the that up- she didn't leak the info. It goes out of the oh, way. Oh well, yeah. of course she didn't yeah. leak it, Billy. And if yeah. and if and if Danny Wyler goes on to say that, of oh, course he does. As if both, as if Dean Ritchie would go up to Danny Wyler and go, 
hey, I'll tell you to print this because if I print it, it'll look obvious. But if you do it, here's a little bit of insight. But they're in a different, different, different publication. Yeah, but I'm sure they all meet up and jerk off over <laughs> the same fucking back page of the Telegraph together. So, so and then it goes on to say about another resignation, Pam King. Jason's mum. Who is the mother mm. of Jason King. Yeah. Who works for the NRL. So let me get this right. The NRL are looking into Manly's practices after one of the people's NRL, someone from the NRL's mother, resigns. Well, I mean, forced out, I think. However, mm. I don't care if she was forced. Well, I mean, most people who are fired, you could call that forced out. What did it say, fired? Or you well, resigned. resigned, but, you know, put a gun to someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, here, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a... It's such a um, what closely woven tapestry of this person is related to this person yeah. who's then with this person and then go, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, someone, and like I've said, I'm not in the Cleary camp. I've got it on good authority that is a little bit creepy, allegedly. <laughs> so I'm not sticking up for Tim, but you can see how these rumours come around. That yeah. You turn up to work and it's like, oh, okay, so that's the girlfriend of one of the top three Journalists at the yeah. Daily Telegraph. Who is that thing? Uh, our, uh, yeah, our, our, yeah. Our, and this this lady over here, she's the mother of the ex-captain of, of Manly who now works for the NRL. And you're kind of like, oh, uh, okay, um, shit, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, and oh, and this is, oh, have you met Christy Fulton? Yeah. She's in charge of cups of tea. Yeah. We pay her 100 grand a year for that. What? <laughs> she's a, what? She's bozo. Oh, she's bozo. Oh, okay. Oh, have you met Scott? Scott? Is a talent finder. Okay, Scott, who have you found lately? Uh, Braden, Willie Army, and Nate Miles. Mm, okay. Oh, this is my dad, by the way. This is Bozo. Oh, okay, good. Right. I mean, Holy what a fun. fucking... like you, you, Imagine you, working in that. Oh. And you just, everywhere you look, you're going, okay, so this is yeah. NRL here. Yeah. And there's a fucking... It's like, it's like that scene out of the uh, Reservoir Dogs when everyone's got guns pointed yeah, at one another. That's right. It's like it someone's going to fucking give you. So re- realistically, like the guy brings you your mail and it's, you're kind of like on tender yeah, yeah, yeah. hooks. Like, okay, who the fuck is this guy? Like, mm-hmm. who are you related to? Yeah. So... You know, you, you, you've got to, like they say you've got to be crazy to be a coach in the NRL. And I yeah. think you've got to be crazy to be CEO because I know this is what it's like in Manly, but I imagine every club is like this. Yeah. You know. Well, the Roosters went, sacked their CEO. It's, yeah. And they're having the best season they've had in a few years. Joe Kelly. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's gone there, hasn't he? Yeah, he signed up a few sponsors. But it's, for it's, um, it's it's Pilatus' shop, and I think yeah. maybe the same thing. Well, it's Bozo's shop. It's Bozo's shop, but yeah. Penn's got the cash. Penn's got the cash, and as long as they, Dennis as long as they, we've got the bombs. And I think that, and I, and I think as long as they keep winning, and Bozo, then then Bozo can keep keep doing what he wants to do. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, look, like I said, I don't think uh, I, I'm quite happy for Cleary to be fired. Yeah, I don't. I, I found it weird that they'll bring in. A Catholic principal to oversee a multi, like, uh, like possibly a two hundred million dollar deal for upgrading a stadium. Like that is a mm. bit weird. Like if they said, "Yeah, we're bringing in this guy. He used to be the yeah. man. He what, the CEO Australia. of of yeah. Lend Lease." Yeah. You go, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. So he's coming purely just to look after that and make that happen. You know, he's used to mm. a big property and stuff. But you know, you know. Manager in charge of smack bottoms for not doing homework. Same, 
It seemed like a weird choice. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then to make that choice and then be shocked and appalled that he was creepy. It's just, you know, it's just like fucking. It's weird. You yeah. know, it's it's like guys. You know, so hopefully whoever they get next, but. I think you've got to go into that just knowing that you really have no power yeah. and you'll be given a little thing to look after. Given a cubicle? Yeah, <laughs> given your cubicle and you're like... Okay, what so do you your, mean? Your job is to write a letter to um, Hugh Jackman. What do you mean? Just you know people. that we're playing this week and I think why, tweet something to say, go manly. Yeah. Um, Tony Abbott. And Tony Abbott, just to write another letter to say, so when are we getting that funding? Yeah. You promised us. <laughs> you know what I mean? When are you, and, when and, are you moving to power? And, and I wouldn't be surprised if... Tony Abbott was like, look, you can have the funding, but if you've got a job for my mate, Tim Cleary. Yes. He's wow. a good Catholic. He's a good Catholic. And uh, you keep you keep him on and I'll uh, see if I can free up some cash. <laughs> well, you know, now that we say, now that you say it, I was trying to think of who he reminded me of. When we who, saw Tim, Cleary. Tim Cleary? Yeah. He reminds me of Robert Hughes from Hey Dad. Oh, <laughs> allegedly. Mr. Kelly. <laughs> Mr. Cleary. <laughs> Maybe Christy Fulton is Julie. Oh, yeah. Was that a name, Julie? I don't know. Oh. But yeah. a bit of Scott, water Scott, Fulton, Scott Fulton's definitely nudge. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Cleary. Nudge, get out of my office. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. Aramata Eels star Semi Red Radra to ditch one million payday if I'm happy at Toulon in French rugby. Toulon. This has been kicking around a lot. That's why I, I sort mm. of ignored it at first. It's like, ah, so they're just trying to, you know, make it not sound as bad that we're losing one of the big stars of the NRL. But it's actually been in the papers now for the last three or four weeks. They keep mm. talking about it. And coming back. Do you have the feeling that he does? He's sort of regretting going there. I don't know. It's. It's so odd. I'm, I was thinking about this um, because if you look at the if you look at the rugby league players that have gone to French rugby, mm. none of them have really gone onwards and upwards. No. So I guess Gaznia came back. He was probably the most high pro- high profile. Um, Sonny Bill, maybe he's different, but mm. I, don't, I think Sonny Bill is in a different league from from semi. Mm. Um, Willie Mason. Well, plus he's a forward, you know what I yeah. mean? I think it's probably... And he went into the back line. Oh, did he? Yeah, he played centre. But... Um, he follows rugby union. Yeah, I know. I watched the game the other day. Oh, yeah. In Infidel's corner. Yeah. Um, so none of them really go on. And if you look at what his prospects are, he's going to get paid well to play French rugby. But he's not going to... You know, the Fijian national rugby side in the 15-man comp, mm. they're not. You know, the Wallabies just pump them. Um, used to. Well, they did they used last week. They did last oh, week. Oh, did they? Yeah. They just got beaten by Scotland. Oh, Scotland. But, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But then you look at the Wallabies and they just chose that Ito Nabuli guy who was like a reserve grader. Um, who play, you know, played for the Panthers a couple of games. But was by no means... Anywhere near the level of Semi or Vunavalu or any of the other Fijians that they've got mm. running around, and now he's playing for the Wallabies. So who knows? Yeah, I'd yeah. like him back. He played well today. Yeah, but he seemed to be he seemed to be a bit more aggressive today. The whole team they couldn't yeah. be any 
less aggressive, mind you. Yeah. We'll touch on that in the two minute game. game. Yeah. Um, but no, he played pretty well today. But yeah, he's odd. It, it keeps coming up. But I wonder if it's just his manager saying he's got a, he's only got a one year deal, so that's going to also drive market values and create a bit of appetite there. Yeah. Try and make sure he gets his payday. Yeah. So that's my suspicion. It's it's just I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm. What do you go back to power? That's the question as well. I don't know. He he's good. He is good for all the dumb reads he does in defence. Mm. As you've always said, that so many of Para's wins have come from tries that he's done just individual brilliant. Mm. So I think we need him because we don't we don't score that well. Um, so I'd love him to come back, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to throw the bank at a winger. I think we had that we had that discussion mm. last year, you know, mm. always. But that being said, it's it's a tricky position because you say, oh, I don't want to throw the bank at them. But then he, when you get a shitty winger who can't close, yeah. then w- where do your points come from? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Missed it. Here's a little something about the Manly versus Raiders game two weeks ago. So sit the fuck down and I'm gonna school ya. And what the fucking happened? I ain't gonna fool ya. Yeah, I'll school ya. You can call me the bus driver. I'm gonna take you all to school. Yeah. Yeah. Ivan Cleary, shout outs. I can't say that now. That's color. Yeah. Alright, let's go. Huh. So it's been two weeks since you heard my dulcet tones. Now it's time for your reward. I give you all a bone. I'm Grandmaster B and I have a story to tell. Stuffs with Ricky's salty tears and how he cried and yelled. Down at Fortress Brookie, they came for the spanking. After five minutes, they were tanking. Kruger and Rapana, that ass face like Lua. You don't fool us, we can see through ya. We beat you last time, but we're hungry for more. Five, five minutes in, Walker's under the poster score. You try and catch your breath, but here comes Marty. He's put on a step and crashes through for a party. The rest calling pal. We need all the help to give ya, but there's one problem that you didn't figure. In Golden Point, we have the unanswered, the man who calls DC fucker, didn't fuck that. Yeah. In Golden Point, we have the one answer, the man who kills you quicker than terminal cancer. DC is his name, with the ice in his veins. Yeah. He slots a field goal, old manly fans came. So warning shots are fired, you better take cover. And like Vanilla Ice said, word to your mother. Yeah. So here comes the manly boys, we had a win today. We are the boys you know, we showed them how to play. Ricky's dimple chin looks like a dirty snatch. Now that's all I gotta say, and that's game, set, match. Game, set, match, baby! Yeah, yeah. motherfuckers! Mm. Shout out to Ricky Stewart! You can't be us, you wanna play with us, you ain't in this all, motherfucker! We a manly now, motherfucker, shit! Alright, so that's the, uh... There you go. So that's pretty much what happened. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. No. I think that covered it. Anyway, should we go to the next game? <laughs> won that. Refs cheated. We won. But <laughs> DCE, what a man. Um, we watched it together. Mm. You were here. I, um, here. I think I think you can safely say that I never doubted it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. We almost had docks at the door. <laughs> so the scene, if I can oh, paint the scene. Right. 
It was your <laughs> your daughter's birthday. Mm. And there was a jumping castle in yep. the backyard. That's right. And I think the most of the kids had gone, but there were a few family and friends. Yep. Yep. A few hangers on. A few hangers on. You of which were one. <laughs> I was one. And we decided that the game was on and what could possibly go wrong with Well the wives decided to go to Pilates. Yes, that's true. They said, Do you mind if we head out to Pilates for an hour? <laughs> Can you watch the kids? But you and you had a little spag attack because I knew you were just, you were you were up, I'll get into this in half stats, but you were up by 14 points, 14 nil, I believe. And then they started putting some No, no, it wouldn't on. have been 14 nil. Oh, maybe it was 20, they'd 20 to 4. Yeah, 20 to 6. And then they scored again and you were getting edgy. I mm. think you could feel the tension in the room. Mm. And right in the middle of a particularly tense moment, your missus has walked in and said, oh... Ben, I was just thinking we might go to Pilates yeah, for an hour, yeah. which was a fairly reasonable My response request. was, yeah, and I'm thinking about getting a divorce. <laughs> you, you just had a spank attack like, well, who's going to mind the kids? What are, the kids aren't going to lose. They're jumping guys out. You were so... Yeah. But it was clearly... I knew that your reaction wasn't driven by that question. You were just spacking it like I do every week yeah. when para loses. Um, so then I... Threw on my best. This Jackson. is a fantasy story. No, this, is this is fake news. I this threw is on fake my news so far. Jackson Hastings impersonation, <laughs> and put my cape on, and I walked yeah. out. And I said, Baby, you know, yeah. Stretch <laughs> and get supple. Yeah, <laughs> I will look after the children. I, me, I, Billy Button, will mind the children. Uh, which, as soon as they left, we then just yelled out to them. I think the oldest was nine. We yeah. said, okay, you're in charge. <laughs> That's a groovy. <laughs> and there Make was, sure you take it one at a time going down the yes, slide. that's right. That was the parting comment. And just be gentle with those razor blades that yeah. were left lying at the foot of the jumping castle. But it was also, there was only seven minutes to go or something, something manageable. Mm. But, of course, there wasn't seven minutes no. to go because... Of the miracle of this golden point. Yeah. And well, so, the miracle that, 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 that I mean, yeah. I don't know. That That's a ballsy call for the ref. The penalty. Yeah, the penalty. It was. He, may, he may have held him a little bit, but to call in the last 30 seconds, that, I mean, that's a ballsy call. I feel like, I feel like DCE tried to give away the penalty because they were rolling upfield. And if you recall that only a couple of plays earlier, they almost sealed it with a try from a forward pass that mm. was dubious at best. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. They, no, they, it was forward. But I think they had all the momentum. I actually thought DC was trying to give the penalty away. I just mm. don't think he realised that it was not an easy kick. Yeah. Made it a bit easier by the refs bringing it in 15 Yeah, minutes. so... Can we? We often give the listeners a bit of a shout out, yeah, and and rightly so. We're mm. ignored mm. because they're busy. Yeah, they got things to do. Yeah, they don't have time to write in or no. you know, do anything like that. Yeah. Well, but can can someone who has an eye? Can someone please tell me what the rule is with that? Because that penalty was given away. I want to say five two, minutes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, somewhere between five and two meters. I, I would say it's closer to two. Mm. Um, but because he didn't keep on going down the sideline, like he kind of turned in, which means you're getting close to the sideline. So, mm. you know, but 
where he kicked it from was easily 10 or 15 metres in from the sideline. Now, I thought you kicked it from where the penalty was given. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is there some sort of thing where, oh, yes, that's true, unless it's, like, is there a, a minimum amount from the sideline you're allowed to kick it or something yeah. on a penalty? I, I don't know. know. Yeah. So if, if you do know the ruling on that, um, can you let yeah. let us know? Or was it just was it just wrong bullshit? Did yeah. he just sort of slip it in and no one called him on it? Mm. Which you would think, which you would think wouldn't be One true because you think, said, yeah, well, well, Daly definitely, maybe that's what Daly was talking to Croker about. Okay. He was like, mate, do you know what the, <laughs> I thought I penalised you over here and you brought it in. Is this a ruling? Is that, is that what, is that what's going on? Like, I'm not too sure. And Craig's like, yeah, mate, that's, that's what's, that's, that's the rules. I'm allowed to bring it in 15 metres, even though I was penalised all the way out there. Yeah, I'm allowed to do that. And he went, oh, okay, yeah, just checking, mate, just checking. All right, well, good luck with the kick. And Have a great back. Yeah. Regards to the family. Yeah, regards to... to Can any help with the deck? Next well, again, I'm around. Afterwards, DCE did say that he considers Croker a good friend. Okay. I kind of have a feeling that DCE sort of considers a lot of people good friends. But may not reciprocate. They don't think either. That feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, me and, me and Jonathan Thurston are good mates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. JT. Um, Oh, great, yeah, great nah, nah, there's nothing in me not getting selected for Queensland or not even being in the fucking shortlist. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, nothing out. No, no, no. I'm perfectly happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't Nate Miles meant to be his best mate. Wasn't that the whole reason that yeah. he backflipped? Yeah. I'm getting a feeling though DCE, he's been given the captaincy mm. and I think since he's, you know, he's been given the captaincy and I think he's sort of like, well, results are important. Mm. Because his good other good mate was Jamie Bura. Yeah. And he was also giving his marching orders. Straight up swap for um to kill up Uate. Yeah. Well not a straight up swap. Newcastle are still paying half his fees. Well you'll be paying a bit of Nate's fees, surely. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. No, that's we are fucking lock stop the fucking lot. Okay. You want him? Yeah, we're not paying anything for his. <laughs> because we haven't signed anyone. We're not over the we're not over the salary. There's been a lot of, well, no, there's been a lot of, new, like, the, but the newspapers are even saying that we've got, oh, we, we've got Brett Stewart and Matt Tyson. Yeah, we, we've got like over a million dollars, like $1.2 million that we can spend. Million. Million. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> um, I so we've got some cash to spend, mm. but I don't see anyone who we can spend it on. Not now. And there's a lot of outcry going, we just gotta, we just gotta sign someone, but. You know what? I'd rather not yeah. sign anyone and then wait till next year when someone good might come on the, yeah. on the market. I, I, I actually thought we were going to have a good crack, a good old-fashioned crack at Wade Graham, but um, mm. that, that didn't, that didn't like happen. Um, also, what's happened, this is getting back to news a little bit, yeah. jumping around a little bit, but um, for those people, uh, basically, uh, Corey Harawira Naira mm. is a young... Um, Panthers Panthers forward who we basically had signed at the beginning of the season um, we liked him we signed it you know basically we were ready to go and then he started and then he got into the Panthers starting side and just started playing really well mm-hmm. and Gus came in and said no nah, no nah, we've changed our mind we won't keep him and there is a three way understanding mm-hmm. between Bozo Gus Gould and Des Hasler, that we don't poach players from those teams. If a, if a 
if, if, if we want one of their players and they're trying to re-sign that player, we have to step away. Mm. Now... That sounds a bit anti-competitive. Yeah. Well, I tell you what it seems like. It seems like it's not really great for us. No. Because I kind of feel Des is the kind of guy who'll just, if you really want someone, he'll just do it anyway. He just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so far it's worked out for him. And I heard rumours he was fucking trying to get the Travoyage brothers at one point. But anyway. Yeah, um, they yeah. get anyone. The, yeah. the, the Bulldog salary cap, uh, we... You know, when I start talking about the salary cap, people tune out. But yeah. It doesn't, they're, they're a bit weird, all the signings they've made. Mm. Anyway. Well, we'll see. They've got a lot of people go, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so Phil's, Phil's come in and he, he said, oh, that. actually, we've, we've he said, changed no, our no, 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 yeah, no. That's right. No. So we stepped away, um, which is a shame. He would have been a great signing for us. Um, he's a good. Haven't you got some big unit from the Tigers? Some 12 foot 3? Yeah, but he's like 19. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't don't know. But the next Paulie Paulie. I'll tell you the the forward that wouldn't mind getting is that Angus Crichton. Ooh. Wow. He was great, wasn't he? He was, he's unbelievable. I've got him in my super coach team. I I watched him and I said I I, I was. I picked him up when he was like 250k too. He's Mate, now he's now going to be five hundred. But anyway, that's getting super. He's a um, private school boy. Oh. Scott's college. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but anyway, awesome. we're we're diverting. So anyway, Raiders gone by a point. Yeah. DCE. They kind of gave away their their game plan though. To be honest, the Raiders did. No, Manly, Manly did. Basically, DCE said, you know, they're like, oh, were you ready for that? Um, ready for the field goal. And he said, well, I don't want to give too much away. And then fucking gave the whole thing away. He goes, I know when Marty's got the ball and he's running across field that we're, that, that I need to get in position. Okay. So basically what Marty does is because they know he can get a quick play the ball. Yeah. So the power gets it. Later. Later. Right, later. He gets it, runs across the field a little bit, stops just on the left-hand yeah. side of the uh, uprights. And then boom. And then boom, quick play the ball back. For DCE, kind of gave the game, kind of gave it away. Yeah, but, but at the same point, time, Freddie knows it's coming. Yeah. Golden point, you know it's on its way, don't you? Realistically, yeah. um, but I want to give a quick shout out, Jackson Hastings. Quick dummy half, clean delivery yeah. from dummy half. I mean, heroic. Would you call it? You can have the. You can have. You know, quick play the ball, but unless it comes out good and clean, yeah, and in front of the player. Um, you know, and 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 DCA, geez, he was getting cl- he was close to being charged down, but it still went through beautifully. <laughs> so power was good for you that game, though, wasn't it? Mate, he's been on fire the last five good. games. I would say he's the form prop of the competition. Mm. He's up there. He'd say that. Well, you couldn't just go with it. And you, well, you, you saw gonna, that. What's his what? name? Who? Manor. Vaughan. Oh yeah, but Vaughan's Vaughan played well today. But that's. Peter. Again, again, you've been blinded by the origin, by the origin, um, Nate Miles blindfold. No, he plays well for the Sharkies too. Yeah, but but did you see him play? No, he well, he wasn't good in against that. Storm. Yeah, that was he was quiet. That night. Yeah, very quiet, and I think he's been quiet this year. Mm. He comes out. I'm and, saying he's up there. Yeah, settle down. <laughs> We're gonna start sounding like rabs and guys. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'd say he's definitely the best forward in the game at the moment. 
He's definitely the best manly forward. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Yeah, in the game. Jake's voice is probably manly's best forward. <laughs> I think Jake's had a little dip, personally. I yeah. think Jake... I don't think Origin was great for yeah. Jake. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I hope, honest, yeah, I hope, he's I hope still, like he's still a good player. I hope you and all all the para fans think that. I hope you're all out there going, yeah, Jake's not that good, and you guys keep signing the the, the Tim Manners, yeah. and the fucking Kenny Edwards so and all those guys. So sensitive. No, I hope you think all manly players. Are I shit. think he's had a dip. I think he's had a dip, but I still think he's an elite player. I'm not trying to diss him. I just think he's not. He's had a little dip. Maybe he's playing too much footy. I, I think you. I think you commentate games. Like, uh, like the rest of the mainstream media, um, and this isn't what this is. Fake news. I think you get caught up in the whole origin thing, mm. and you forget about club football. Mm. Jake's game has not dipped at all. He had a quiet origin, which I will agree he did, but yeah. I don't think his job was to do no. offloads. I no, think no, his no. job was to come in and tackle, tackle, tackle. Yeah. And I don't think he put like we talked about this last time. I don't think he put the big hits on, but I think you'll see. I think he will in game two. I think now that he's feeling a little bit more confident. I think he will. His stats, his stats were a little bit down for the Newcastle game, which we'll get into. But that was sodden conditions, and he'd had that was his third game in three and nine days. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm not. No, I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> but his stats aren't I love down. You no, love but it. I don't want us to get caught up in like the, the grill team and all these guys. Who are oh, yeah? Who are now? Who who are going on and saying? Oh, oh Fafita is the next oh, Arthur okay. Beatson, and they, you know, it's like, mate, he had one good game, and you watch game two. Yeah, where he won't be there. It'll be it's, it's like Clemmer. Clemmer it's like Clemmer in two thousand fifteen after um, game two down in Melbourne. He came on, he had a great game, and he's done nothing since then. And everyone, you know, yeah, and 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 this is like, uh, yeah. Well, but, I also think there's an element of Fafita. You know they were they were looking at all New South Wales other players. There's a bit of an ambush there. They know mm. Fafita's a big game player and they yeah. know he's good, but they'll be on him. They'll they'll know next yeah. game there'll be two guys on him and they'll have yeah. Hess. They'll have big guys just slowing him down. Well, Fafita's, what they do is they hold him up. Yeah, they exactly. Hold him. And yeah, he, lift yeah. him. They can't yeah. don't let him get to ground quickly. Yeah. And he's not fit for Fafita. Um, it's like a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Um, fit for Fafita. Fit for Fafita. Follows, anyway. Um, One punches. <laughs> follows prisoners. Felons. Fit for feed us. Freeze felons. <laughs> oh, anyway. So, yeah, there you go. So, we get into, um, all right, so let's just quickly go get into uh, the Newcastle game. Feels like an eternity, but danger game. You call this a danger game. <laughs> You know, I, I remember They're listening the, the, to an interview with Chopper Reed, mm. right? Now, Chopper Reed said when he was put in prison, he'd always make alliances with the crazy ones mm. because they have nothing to lose and they were always the most feared. It wasn't the big guys, it wasn't the fighters, it was the crazy ones because they just come at you and you could beat them half to death and they just keep coming at you. Mm. That's Newcastle. Okay. They're the crazy ones. <laughs> They just come at you and they've got nothing to lose. They, they were coming last, um, not anymore, but they Lovely were coming stuff, last. Yeah. They were expected to come last. They've got nothing to fucking lose. Tigers last. Tigers are now last after, wow. after uh, last night's game. Thanks for the bye. Yeah. So, 
you know, you've got to you've got to look out for them. Mm. Plus, the conditions obviously didn't suit us with us. I want to go and say, say sodden. It was. It was, was moist. It was moist underfoot. It was sodden. It was torrential. It was damp. And it was it was down. It was unfit at one point. Um, at Lotto Land too. Mm. Not renowned as being the great drainage. drainage. No. <laughs> no. All that old dog shit comes up <laughs> from the past week and gets elevated up. Yeah. So there's a sort of a Feels sort of a sort of a sort of a, a uh, sewerage plant smell about it <laughs> um, as the water table rises. Um, so it's never going to suit our game. We really haven't been a good wet game player team for years. Like it's got to be, you know, a long time. We haven't done well. So it was against us. Now I'm going to go and say if it was a dry track, probably would have beat him by 50 or 40, 40, <laughs> 45 <laughs> points, right? Because you would have got a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> DC would have put yeah, money in just, for... Just did. Just for the 44 points. Well, no, they would have. We would have beaten them by 45 points. Okay. So they, they would have... scored a field goal in the first minute. <laughs> it was last few seconds and like they threw one in. to one. That's <laughs> it. They didn't want a donut. That's <laughs> right. They take a field goal. Because <laughs> they know the differential with the Tigers. Yeah. You know, it, it, it all counts. One. It all counts. Um, but it was a danger game. So, look, you know, we came away with a win. Should we talk? Should we talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> so okay, so let let's talk about the elephant in the room. The ball was kicked up in the air. He just contested for the ball. He caught it. He came down. He scored a try. Now the ref said that he was tackled in there. He was contesting the ball. I mean, when are the refs going to get some of these calls right? What are you he talking dry- about here? A killer Awate. Yeah. So D, I think it was Blake Green, and then he kicked across. It and then he dropped it. No, no, no. He caught it. Yeah. He came down. He planted the ball. It was, it was ruled a no try because he apparently, he, they, they deemed that he tackled the player, the opposing player, in the air. When at the end of the day, he was just contesting the ball. His arms were up in the air. His, his eyes were on the ball looking for it. When are these refs going to be held accountable <laughs> for these terrible... Now, that call could have cost Manly the game. But yeah. Well, Manly, uh, Manly, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm frustrated. As, as a fan, I'm frustrated. When, when are these yeah. calls going to be made correctly, Billy yeah. Buttons? You it's tell done. me. You tell me. You know, and the NRL spends all this money on oh, bunker technology. Oh. Why don't they use the bunker? Yeah. It's almost like the bunker should be... Sh- no, the bunker should, should be do. allowed to do is just not... If they don't officially go to the bunker, yeah. the bunker should be allowed to just whisper, just go, mate, you might want to have a look at that. Yeah. Or, mate, I'm just trying to <laughs> But he didn't. He went up to the bunker. Ugh, wrong call. You can't make a call over that kind of Could stuff. Could have cost Manly. Could have cost us the game. Luckily, we're the type of team that comes back from yeah. these things. And right. obviously, Akilah Wate and- scored that. Beautiful try. Yeah, that well, that was a bit of justice, wasn't it? Sweet justice. If ever, the, you know, the, there's a, just has a way of figuring itself out. Yeah, there's yeah. No way they could have but taken again, that off. Again, him. again, Akira Lawate skills yeah. on display. You just know. So, he, so, yeah. so, so, so again, he scored that. They ruled it a no try, which is absolutely rubbish. Did it? Did he let it get it down? No, because no. he's a batter. He's manly spirit. He's Church's Awate. Playing his old club. Ch- Church's Awate, right? Mm. So what happens is they're coming down in the wet. They pass the ball to Awate. Mm. He's going over the try line in illegal strip. Does that most 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 players are just just lose it right there? Yeah. Oh my god, illegal strip. He doesn't. 
In mid-flight, he regathers and grounds it. And grounds it for his for his second try. It should have really winger with Daly and winger of the year should have been a penalty try. Penalty Maybe try, an eight point try, <laughs> eight pointer with the, with the kick yep. right in front. Yeah, yeah. Should have just get no luck. Something's going on. Seventy five years. <laughs> That's how long we've been waiting for for a uh, for, for an call. even up for an even up. It's why uh, it's why the, everyone. Would you? It's why Manly's everyone's second team. <laughs> <laughs> the battlers that just can't battlers get a call. The beaches, they call All us. those rich Novocastrians <laughs> with their questionable salary cap. All on drugs. All on drugs. They caught one, but I know there's more. Where they smoke, there's fire, as a wise yes, man once said. That's right. What um, I like best, yeah. being serious, was that they asked. I am, but mate, yeah, I know. you think I'm joking? They asked I'm you, aren't they, serious. after that game? Yeah. <laughs> and he did the best. He's like. He's done this before. Yeah. He said, no, I grounded it. Yeah. <laughs> that went, but what, what about... But he did ground it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did ground yeah, it. He regathered. No, he re... You can't tell me that wasn't stripped. That's a knock on any day of the week. But that, they didn't... You see, but his hand... That was a strip, 100%. Okay. So all seriousness... You think it was... A, you think that's a try? Legitimately? No. Yeah. I think... It was an illegal strip. Now you're allowed to strip them. Oh well, then it was a try. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, he dropped. He's trying to put the ball down. But, so, so you're saying the Newcastle's player's hand did not come through and push the ball forward out of his arms? I just think it. Well, it it did push you the th- ball out. You but just I think, think he just dropped trying. it cold. You think he dropped it cold? I think as he was trying to put it down, there was a hand in the way <coughs> trying to stop him putting it down. No, 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 no. And the ball came out. No, no, like. The hand is up underneath his, and as the ball comes through, you see the you see the Newcastle player's hand follow it through. It's a full on worst case scenario. It's a knock on. Worst case scenario, it's a knock on. Well, that was what it was. No, no, no. Sorry, not a knock on. It was a strip and a regather. Worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Anyway. So. Very they, lucky. They got one right. Very out of the lucky. Two. They got one right out of the two. So we should have been up by a lot more. Um. It could make a big difference in the for and against. But then, but then, you know, everyone's there going, oh, it, it, it robbed Newcastle of the game, blah, blah, blah. Mate, there was still like 20 minutes left in the game. <laughs> I, I, did, I did. I was doing you, you up. You go back to the podcast, though, right? You go back to the podcast against when we played St. George. I think it was round seven or something, round six. And there was that bullshit try in the first three minutes where DCE went that to get the ball and they pushed him out of the way. That was a try. Right. Yeah. I don't think it was a try, but at the same time, like I think it was a penalty all the way. He's there. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can see DCE trying to run over. The guy's got him in a headlock. I mean, and then... DCE started it anyway. It doesn't matter who yeah. fucking started it. The two finished it and they went on to score a Some try. Finished yeah. I did not... I said, I don't think it was a try, but it's not the reason why we lost the game. You got to get over those yeah. things. Now, if you score a try in the last three minutes of the game, yeah, sure, like, yeah. sure, and, yeah. And if and if they were and if and if Newcastle were ahead at the time, and there was three minutes to go, and we got that that try, sure, you could say, oh, they were robbed, they were robbed, mate. We were up by fucking, I think we were up by like sixteen anyway at that point. You know, I think it was that much. We we're up by a lot. <laughs> 
No, no, I think it put that. I think it, I think that sent us out to like eighteen. Maybe. Yeah, that put us out eighteen to four or eighteen to six or something. You know what I mean? Only there was some way. Was so, I just think that. Who knows? The fact that they were down by so much could have given them encouragement for a yeah. comeback. It well, could have been the only was, reason why they scored the other two tries. It, w- it was a shocking... It was a bad call, but the two things I take away yeah. from it... And that's the problem with competing in the air. It's They've always got <laughs> bad calls, but I'm glad you agree with me, Billy. The, the two things I take from it, though, you've got to... Rugby league, this will be a somewhat paradoxical I'm done for me. Mm. But... Everyone complains all the time about everything. That's that's rugby league. Mm. We, we kind of need to just accept that people are always going to complain and people are never going to be happy with anyone running the game or any process. There's just there's a lot to, to dislike and people enjoy disliking it. But everyone's always like, why do we have to slow the game down and go to the bunker? Mm. Now, nobody at full speed, not a single commentator, mm-hmm thought that there was any problem with that try. Yeah. It, it wasn't a try, right? But no one picked it up. They, they make mistakes. Like, and it's early enough in the game where it's not, as you say, it's a different matter if it's the last play of the game and it literally would have won the game. But there's a whole lot of footy left to mm. play. So I think the Knights didn't get the rub of the green, but I also think that's not necessarily what lost them the game. You know, they had chances mm. and they're refs, they're humans. That's why they you no. Know, everyone says, oh, why would you send every try upstairs that slows the game down? Mm. So then they call a try that every single person and me watching at home, I thought it was a try. Mm. And it's only then when they show the replay, you go, oh, shit, this one got through the yeah. you know. It stripped. No one, no one picked that up, though, until the replay came on. So mm. I don't, I think it was a bit I think of a, the issue that came about, though, in the long term, is the fact that the bunker yeah, whispered in his ear, yeah. which, he not, which he's not supposed to do. He's not to say, meant to say a fucking word to the ref unless the ref refers it up to him. Okay. Because last year happened, they did. They yeah. changed it. Yeah, last changed year was... Um, and I, I agree they shouldn't be able to because what was happening last oh, year... Oh, there was some... I remember watching was one you game get like, where yeah. they, they, they would literally play the ball twice and then get called back... For something for five, something minutes, ago, five yeah. minutes ago that the, the bunkers had a look at. And they're like, what? Huh? Yeah. What the fuck? Or teams would intentionally get a really quick play the ball to move. Like it happened to Para once where um, there was a line dropout and they called it back and they said, actually, no, it's um, it's a 22 tap. Para mm. thought they'd, they'd, you know, forced a dropout. But then the same thing, it, there was no consistency. They need mm. to they need to figure it out one way or another. Well, I think they have, and I think the problem is that Jared Maxwell and the bunker broke protocol, broke protocol and said, yeah, don't send it up, it's fine, it's a try. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that, I, I don't understand why. That, Over, that well, that you saw the touch he did actually say, mm. have a look at it. Yeah. And then the match official said, no, there's no Yeah, don't to worry, say. it's fine. It's a try. Anyway, it's a little bit strange. Take it, though, if you're a Manly fan. Well, I, I still say that the other one was a try. So I, I see it as an even up as far as I'm concerned. Well, you and won. I think that's why Jared Maxwell was like, yeah, yeah, just give it a <laughs> um, But look, anyway. we want to Finally, Manly get a break. Yeah, finally. Yeah. 
And, and, and who's to say if we didn't get that? This is the thing. Oh, yeah. Who's to say if we didn't get that try? You might have just We would have fucking and dug in and gone really hard yeah. anyway. Like, I, I guess you're up by 12 points and you're like, oh, you take your foot off the pedal a little bit, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, well, we'll just start playing. Have you look, seen? We got we got the we got the win. That's the main thing. There's a guy on Twitter, Mark Ashton, and you're you're somewhat a little parochial in your views. I wouldn't say you're biased mm. or you're one-eyed. I wouldn't nah, use those terms. I wouldn't either. using describing you. Fair. I think you're fair consistent. and balanced. Consistent. Yeah, you just don't like fake news. Yeah. Um, this bloke, Mark Ashton, if you're a manly fan and you're not following him on Twitter, do yourself a favour. <laughs> Because he is outraged from basically the kickoff. It's quite entertaining. It used to like, think, it used to trigger me. Yeah. Maybe we can get him on the pod. Yeah. He he gets triggered as soon as the whistle blows. He's like, You've gotta be kidding me. Not this whistle. <laughs> that be you know, that should have been they were in front of the kicker. That was a penalty to Manly. When, when's the NRL going to step in and do something about the quality of officiating? So, yeah, shout-outs. I think he's like a producer for ESPN or something. Yeah, he. I think he used to work for Manly. I think I, I sent – I even – I think he was part of, his, part of Manly's communications team or something like that because I tried to get him on the podcast back in the day. Okay. Um, and he said no because it was something that would be looked upon as poor or something. And I tried to, I tried to, I have to give a little shout out to Luke Sy, is it Luke Sifley? Yeah. He called me out. I'm trying to get a bit like, don't do it, please. Next time I'm trolling. <laughs> and I took, I got a few baits. I was sitting in Ben's lounge room, yeah. actually debating with you what was the most, this was in the Canberra game, what was the most kind of troll comment that I could make to get Manly fans rolled up. And we, I think we agreed on on uh, on whatever I ended up tweeting, and I got a few bites, and then of course Luke just nailed me straight away. He was on the <laughs> so, Luke, just, next time, just, just private. Keep it in the private. Slide on into the private <laughs> messages, and all the ladies out there too. But um, yeah, it was a good. Uh, it was a good win, and then straight into the bye for another easy two points. Yeah. Boom. So where are you now on the ladder? Uh, we're fifth. Thanks to Barra. The Monty Parry. We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> um, Alright. Hello. Welcome to the Hard Step. I pleasure pants. <laughs> Just take your shoes off. Put your slippers on. Ooh. Let us make all your desires come true mm. as we delve into the throbbing, wet world of Hard stats. Alright, so hard stats. Here's some really hard stats. I mean, look. We give our opinions. And that's great. Opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. It means fucking nothing. Generally, just shit comes out. You know what I mean? Some have beliefs. Some have (laughs) We have cushions. (laughs) We'll go home. Did I ever tell you my first job was working on a TV show called uh, Echo Point? Okay. And I was the runner on Echo Point. And I got onto. Um, and, 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 I, and I was on set, I was the runner. Mm-hmm. And the runner's job was just to do it in front of the whole. And the group came up and said, Gang, it's a month. And we come back. And he goes, 
So here's a hard stats. Yeah. With the exception mm. that makes the rule, mm. with the exception of round one, Manly have won a hundred percent of their game and you and I are watching it together. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Forget about any, like obviously NZ Stadium, hundred percent. Wow. But even when we're watching on television, a hundred percent from watching Manly games together. When we're at stripping, when we're at a fireplace. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting hard start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so I was like... Is that why you keep calling me? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here's another hard start. Okay. Here's a hard start for, for Manly. Hit me with the hard Matthew Wright has a 100% winning record when playing at fullback. Wow. Tom Travojevic has a 50% winning record this season at fullback. Wow. Connect the you, dots. You've got to let the stats speak for themselves. Yeah. So, how many games does Wright play to? To play fullback. That's a big enough sample for <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, if coach, super coach, super coach TV is out there listening, you gotta let, you know, you gotta put all these stats in the computer and just let let the computer pick the team. <laughs> just like Dexter on Perfect Match. Yeah. You just gotta you gotta plug it in there and just let it. Tommy's good on <laughs> Tommy can play on the wing. Yeah, just, Tommy's good on the wing. Yeah. Just put him back on the wing. You'd be happy with that. Matthew Wright. Matthew Wright at fullback. That's the future. And the past. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, speaking of Matthew Wright. Okay. Here's some hard stats. Matthew Wright's giving 80 percent for us. Wow. This season. And that is actually actually that's a that, you know what that's actually a hard stat from episode 50. That's true. He then went. This does sound a bit. He then went three from three in the wet against Newcastle. So his hard stat is up to about 90 percent now. And he is a hundred percent in the wet. <laughs> just throwing that, just thought of that one there. That's another hard stat. On a wet track, Matthew Wright kicks a hundred percent. He's the next Daryl Halligan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to keep it in man. I say he's the next Matthew Ridge. <laughs> hey, bro. Didn't Matthew Ridge get sued by someone? Sure, I'm sure he did. <laughs> in the long line of manly fullbacks, Dale Shearer. Brett Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Ridge. <laughs> they know the inside of a courtroom. Oh, yes. Shannon Nevin. Shannon Nevin, was he, man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think he had Thank you, courtroom. But, um, you should have. Uh, but I'll, I'll say that he, he's an impressive kicker. Like, two of those kicks against Newcastle were from the sideline. Yeah. In, as I've said before. Torrential. Sodden. Sodden conditions. When that leather ball soaks up all that yeah, rain. It's steeded. It's a leather. Leather. Big skin. Because speed. we still play with a leather one down yeah, in right. We go into the We go into the games room and just pull out all the old equipment. 
<laughs> the old shoulder pads go on. Yeah. The, the leather. Under the eyes. <laughs> the paint under the eyes. The, the electric guitar for around the years. Yeah. And out comes the old leather ball. They do a double knot with the, with the shoelace, hold yeah. it together. Um, that, that, that can increase in weight by anywhere from 30 to 31%. Hardest, that's a hard stat. That's a hard stat, increasing in, in uh, weight. So for him to slot them both through, one from either side, mm. it's pretty impressive, yeah. I've got to say. Now, and this is this is what brings me back to George DeFool being out. Kind of, yeah. It kind of equals it up because here's, here, here's the thing. George was in here last week, so we've got... Yeah, and I ran this past George and he agreed with us. Yeah. But this was before the um, Newcastle game. Mm. There was what you would almost consider a gimme try in the first five minutes of the game against Newcastle. A George gimme, definitely. A George to fool gimme. Yeah. Like all he had to do was put his head down and do his little burrowing um, Burrow try. Yeah, and, and he would have got it. Matthew Wright lost it. Now, and this isn't a gimme, gimme try. This is like a proper gimme try. There's no yeah, way yeah. George would have fucked it up. Yeah, like, there's yeah. no way. So that would have been four points. Mm. Well, I'm a finance guy. Yeah, four. But having said that, yeah. with Dylan Walker kicking, there's no way Dylan Walker would have slotted those two from the side. So we would have kicked maybe one from three. Yeah. That's four points. It's, it's a it's a conundrum. Six of one. Six of one. Half a dozen of the other. It is. It's actually four of one. Yeah. Two less than yeah. half a dozen of so, the other. So it's tricky. Mm. And then he missed a couple of... He did miss two kicks against uh, the Raiders the week before, which has brought down his percentage. Yeah. But still. In the, in the, in in the, the rain, rain. And I tell you what, you feel confident when he goes up to kick it. He's got a good look about it. Yeah, he does. That's Cyrus. He knows how to pick a player. Cyrus, well, Cyrus is next, player of the year. Next Noel Crush Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's some uh, that's some hard stats for us. Okay, I've got some hard stats. Yep. Well, the first one, one minute, I, I threw this out in episode 50. Mm. Rest in peace. But it was... Um, shall, I, shall I pretend to laugh again like yeah. I did the first oh, time? Oh, 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 really? Where did you come 14 up with that? 14-0. What Manly in fourteen point lead? Yes, it's a, it's their unlucky number. It is. It's like three times this season. Yeah, and, and they won it at least. Yes, they did win it. Yeah, but it was eerie. Anyway, that was a hard. I guess it's them. almost like, I guess they go into defence mode. Yeah, when you're more than two points ahead. And Canberra yeah. works. So, so are you saying that when Manly's up fourteen, we should just slot a field goal just yes. to get us to that Absolutely. 15. fifteen? Yeah, it's like. 87 in cricket. It's the devil's number. Is it? You've got to get off it. Yeah, right. And then magic happens. Yeah. I think it's kind of not, it's not that unusual because 14, it's not too, it's, you know, the opposing team needs to throw caution to the wind mm. because it's a three score. So mm. it's not entirely surprising, but it's just, I think it's odd that it happened three games in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was worth, that was hard stat. Yeah. That was a good hard stat. Um, and the other hard stat, you like it. Mm. Uh, and it's after today's mm, baby. It's a mm. Six. Is that six in a row? Six in a row. Wow. Yeah, the Saints. And those two games, the last two games weren't even really close, were they? No. They I think we've been... Like 
Look, I, I like to claim para victims, and I was, mm. I'll, as we always do, I'll get to this later on the para, the para wrapper. Yeah. But I note that our victory over the Saints in round, I think it was round two or round three. So we won against we won against them early. So I think mm. you know I, I do um, recognise that before yeah. they really hit their form. And then today they were missing Frizzell and Dugan right. from their Origin players. Yeah, but so were you. You guys had Origin affects yeah, everyone. It really affects us. Yeah, you, the Bunnies, we all, were, all the top sides are always we heavily affected by Origin. Yeah. I'm I'm actually anti-Origin. Yeah. It's, it's not not even worth watching no. now. I mean, you must, when Origin hits, you must look at the parasite who runs out and just go, who are these players? Yeah. This isn't my parasite. This is ridiculous. At this day and age, I, you lose so many players it's to Origin. Frustrating. It, it is frustrating. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's six in a row. Yeah. So, wow. That's two teams we've got six in a row. Yeah. I wonder how many teams have us well, six in a row. This isn't a hard stat, but this is talking facts and figures. Yeah. And as a finance guy, you'll probably appreciate that. X. X finance guy. Finance. <laughs> um, so we're now into fifth place mm. thanks to Power and their win yep um, Noodles or Nathan yeah we were having a bit of a I wouldn't say argument we were talking with different points yeah. different points of view yeah I was going as much as it disgusted me to say I was going for Para today because if Para won we'd go into fifth place yeah Noodle's point was, if St. George won, it makes a six-point barrier between us and the ninth team. Oh, so you're more certain to get into the eight. In the eight. Yeah. Whereas I was like, yeah, but climbing higher on the ladder surely is a good, is a better way yeah. to, in, it's more of a positive way. Yeah, definitely. To ensure being in the eight. Yeah. And just quietly, you know what I'm also hoping? I'm hoping that we're fifth. Because then we eight. play eight, right? Yeah. If power is going to make it, eight. it's only going to be eight. And it'll be us that puts the sword <laughs> through the heart. <laughs> it'll be the mighty men. It'll be revenge from round one. When and, we were round, just... <laughs> and round X and Y and Z. I won. I won. Para. I'm now you? gunning for para. I would want para. See, if I was you, no, I would because say... if we come, if we come as it stands, who knows? We've still yeah. got eight games, or no? Oh God, no. We've got like ten games to go, right? Mm. But if if it stands where it is, if we come sixth, we play seventh. Cowboys are seventh. Yeah, I'd sooner be fifth and play para than play the fucking Cowboys. It depends. Depends if Thurston's playing. If Thurston's playing, Cowboys don't even make the finals. If he's not playing. Yeah. That's right. No, they don't even make the finals. Yeah. But they're gone. I would say if Penrith. Playing, I'd say Penrith, Raiders, even Para will be coming in over those guys. Over over Cowboys for sure. Yeah. I would think you wouldn't want to play of all the teams in the eight. Mm. Well, that being said, you'd probably prefer Para over Melbourne. You know, you'd put, rather them over those genuine but Para I think you you kind of want to stay away from no, the team that's beat you no, six, no. six in a row. If I'm going to go out, <laughs> I'd rather go out on a game like that. Could you that. imagine if Para beat you? But can you imagine if... Oh, no, I can't imagine that. Can you imagine if Manly beat you? I'd be like that. That would be one win out of seven. 
Yeah, but you knock you out of the finals. The first time in the finals in, what, eight years? Well, we've, we've knocked you out of the finals. Not in the finals. <laughs> anyway, I don't have... Well, last week I was like, I'm done with yeah. Para. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not quite done. <laughs> after today's magnificent... After you, after you played that uh, origin oh, fucking missing riddled team. Do you yeah. imagine if Dugan was there? Yeah. Wow. Would have been like... It's like playing the Cowboys without Thurston. It is. Newcastle without Johns. Yeah. St. George without Dugan. Yeah. They all kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. He's so instrumental to that team winning that they let him go to the Sharks. So <laughs> they didn't want to play in fullback money. Yeah, that's right. When is that a thing, fullback money? I don't know. But I, I actually want to bring it up mm. with the para, uh, with the para um, St. George game. Okay. So should we just get into it? Yeah, yeah. All okay. right. Let's get into the game. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. We won't talk about uh, para Cowboys. No. Billy's had a hard week, so we'll skip over <laughs> that one. Let's yes. just get straight into the it's good side, the good end of the week, mm. which is para and uh, St. George. Today's game. Yes. Talk us through it. Well, they played well. Mm. What the hell is going on? Um, I'm done, and then I'm not done, and then I'm done again. Mm. I thought they were good today. And they got some pretty bad injuries. So, Kaiser Pritchard. He <laughs> hang, on, hang on a sec. Can we not? I mean. He's always injured. Yeah. Do we even have to say Kaiser Pritchard got injured? Because that's like, you know. <laughs> this injury. That's like just, saying Sam Berger shoulder charge someone this way. It's like, yeah. It's like saying Tim Cleary is a creepy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the injury? Uh, oh, I saw him rolling around the ground, but I mean, mate, they all they all blur into one. No, after he looks a while. like he's like. Was he, it at the forty-six minute mark? No, uh, it was well before. He looks okay. like he he potentially won't ever walk again. It was one of the most horrific looking injuries. He, in half, they they had to send him off in an ambulance at half mm. time. Like he mm. really fucking hurt himself. Um, and they relied on player of the match, some power, X Men player. Yeah. Well, can I just start? Can I just say, Brad Arthur, and I'm going to call him Brad Arthur. Super coach. Could, no, no. Okay. He's lost his super coach, and he's also lost his nickname status. So he's now Bradley Arthur. Bradley. I'll, I'll now be referring to him as Bradley Arthur. So it's got to be at least four to five weeks ago, where we said on this podcast, mm. Bevan French is too little to be fullback. Yeah. Guntho, Manly's favourite son, is playing like a man possessed, playing like a man with a bit of pride, which <laughs> you wonder where he got that from, right? You can't be sticking him out on a wing or whatever. He, his his, his favoured position, position is fullback because he can come and go as he pleases and get involved a lot more. Yeah. Bradley Arthur took him six weeks to what... To, to work out what we pointed out, mm. it was very obvious from the get-go. Bevan French, last season, on the wing, I want to use the word electrifying. Razzle. Razzle with a, just a hint of dazzle. <laughs> right? He was involved in everything. He, he, 
he had the ability to kick through, like to chase all the kicks because he was on the wing. Yeah. He didn't have responsibilities back back there going, oh, I'm the last fucking line of defense. He was like, man, I can do whatever I want. Okay, you're putting a kick in right, I'm going to run through and grab this. You know, he, he was all over the place. Put him at fullback. Fullback's a massive responsibility. Yeah. Like, it is a huge responsibility to put on someone's shoulders. He goes back on the wing. He's, he's invo- he seemed to be he's so much more involved. Back. He was putting hits on people. He even put a hit on a guy. Like, yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah. tiny. He was involved. He was chasing things. He was tackling. Like he was tackling, putting him out, putting him out over the sideline. Yeah, he's just a real danger player now that he's back on the wing. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Guntho, who's back in, back involved with everything. Yeah, you know he can get his hand on the ball as much as he wants. And as it was shown, two tries. I mean, man of the match. Yeah, he, you know, and and I just it's just it's just amazing that Bradley Arthur was just like no. No, we said Bevan French was going to be our fullback. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, fucking, well, how long are you going to stick with this? you got one player who's playing like a man possessed, yeah. and you've got a guy who played really well last season who, since he's changed positions, has been playing subpar, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, I, it doesn't yeah. take... It doesn't take someone in finance yeah. to know one plus one equals two. <laughs> well... My thing with French, I think French is a capable fullback, but he's he's little. So if you look at, he's in the mould of like a Matt Bowen, a very light fullback, or a Brett Hodgson or someone. For those guys, Benny Barber. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, Benny Barber had. Yeah. Almost Benny Barber was possessed by something when he got on that field. Yeah. It's almost like he had superhuman yeah. strength. His well, eyes were almost pop out of his skull. It was almost I don't know what it was. It was. Yeah. But. Did you notice his form dropped? Yeah. Right, too, when he went to Broncos? Yeah, weird. And then as soon as he came to the Sharks, his form just picked up yeah. again. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. What I put in the water. Something in the water. Um, but, you know, they, we, we like talking about the spine, right? If oh, you, who doesn't? Yeah, spine. Oh, God. If you look at Parra's spine mm. with French at fullback, now they've got, well, they had... Um, Kaiser Pritchard at hooker, mm. French at fullback, half Mitchell Moses, and five eighth Corey Norman. Corey Norman's not little, they, mate. They'd be the smallest. They, they're actually three of the smallest players across the NRL, mm. let alone as a spine. Mm. They weigh about a hundred kilos altogether, mm. and it looked like that. It looked like when we played against the Cowboys. It's like watching the under fifteens play the under tens. Teams just trample all over us. And I don't think it's as any, it's not through lack of trying, but they're just not big enough. Mitchell Moses was good today, but they're hiding him out on the wing. Mm. That's, and they've, they've decided they have to do that. Yeah. But they do. He either needs to have some of what Paul Gallen had when he left Barra, <laughs> right? When he was a skinny little yeah, kid yeah. on the wing. Right. And he came back with gaps in his teeth <laughs> playing second row. Yeah. So he needs to fill out somehow. Yeah, who knows? Something, I don't know. Yeah. Just, just you know, it's, players who get gross. It's quite common for people to get yeah, a gross. 20, 23. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Having a gallon. Yeah. Um, Having an Adam's apple the size of a soccer ball. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it happens just naturally. And hands bigger it's, than it's, their head. It's, it's, it's harkened back to the cavemen. That's true. When... Um, they would become leaders of the village at about 25 and they would go through a second puberty. 
So it's it's like it's back like wisdom teeth and things like that. Exactly. We don't need it anymore, but no, it is part of our genetic makeup. It's there, you can't. That's right. it's a hard stat. That's right, if you will. So fucking Moses needs to get on whatever that is. He needs to move down to the Shire. Yeah, man shakes. Yes. Like old so, uh, like, old McDougal's, yeah. the one that Adam Dougal's, uh, McDougal, McDougal yeah. is flogging. And yeah. Robbie O, Robbie O, Robbie oh, O Savers, yeah, he, was right. on, he was on it as well. Um, but the, or they need bigger players around, and yeah, that's I think. Can I can I throw a can I throw a buzzword out there? Mm. You've said spine, which of course is the buzzword for 2017. Yeah, can I throw another? Buzzword out there for yeah. 2017. Fullback money. Oh, I like that one. So, I think there's a lot of guys who are playing, well, not a lot, maybe that's a slight exaggeration, but I think there's a lot of guys who are centres and wingers mm. who are currently playing fullback because they want fullback money. Yeah. And I think they're pushing for it and I think they're, I think they're signing for clubs with the promise of playing fullback. Yeah. So they can get that fullback money. I think Bevan French, I think they stuck with him for as long as they did and gave him that position because he was promised to the fullback position because he knows if he makes it fullback, he can make that fullback money. Otherwise, why the fuck would he give a shit if he's on the wing, if, he's in it, if he plays well? Wingers are probably one of the lower paid yeah. positions, right? Yeah. Now, then you've got, and, and this has now happened with, with, with Dugan. Mm. He wanted fullback money. <laughs> it sounds for playing snow, but he wanted fullback it money. Even like Kanye West, yeah, it's a bit sweet. Rap, yeah, I want. We fullback. want fullback. We want fullback money. Yeah, yeah, it's something that you need to have because when you're playing with footy, you don't want to leave. When with you're playing ass. the wing, you're going to leave with that. <laughs> That's right. Shit, yeah, shit. fullback shit. money. Yeah, say it with bit, me now. It's a bit hip hop, right? Yeah. Um. So I, I think that's I think do that's why doing left. The, 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 dragons, the dragons because he wanted fullback money for playing centre and they're like no man you're asking fullback money yeah baby mama you yeah. gotta speak to yeah so that's so I, I think there's I think there's a full there's a few guys in, in fairness to to Will Hopawati I think Will, Will Hopawati is a centre yeah. or a the winger winner. yeah and but I think God God has told him he needs fullback money yeah so he's playing fullback yeah well Para's hand were forced a little bit. So Bradley, as you, I'll call him Brad. I've taken off Supercoach, but I'm still, I've not yet gone for Bradley. Okay. So Brad. You, but he's lost Nick now. You're not calling him BA. Brad is slightly. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe not BA today. Last week he was Bradley. Okay. Um, but I think they don't have a hooker. So they, Isaac DeGoyes, young, up-and-coming player. It's tragic what happened to him. A guy <laughs> with the... Within the in the absolute whole future in front, yeah, of him. in front of him, yeah, just the him and Jeff Robson, yeah, just, just both of them on the. Who would have thought? Just lost their cherry. Just yeah, somehow. Yeah. Oh well. Back to digging yeah. ditches. Cruel, cruel. <laughs> um, so he's out, and they've had Pritchard in there, and then Corey Norman got injured. Mm. Uh, if he wasn't injured, I've got no doubt he would have got arrested. It's been he's overdue for an arrest, mm. um, but. His hand was forced a little bit, and Gutho has been such a good bloke, you know, because he's just Mr. Mr. Fix-It in every position. He's been centre, fullback, 5'8", 
Uh, he flo- you know, he, he's floating everywhere and he's taking the kicks and he's kicking pretty well, mm. actually. Um, but it was a good performance today against a slightly... He did a bit of a reverse swing today. That was, yeah. They really got Joey Johns yeah. didn't like it, but... Didn't he like it? No. He said, I I, Fox. he reckons it was a missed kick. And then, uh, and then they asked him after the game, he said, Joey said that was a missed kick, was it? And Gutho said, Joey doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was great. He was awesome. Uh, Mitchell Moses is getting, like, I love watching Twitter light up from Salty Tigers fans. Yeah. Mitchell Mo- I don't think Mitchell Moses is good for the record, mm. but I don't think he's as bad as the Tigers players. No. I think he's somewhere in between. Sorry. Some para fans. Tigers, it's all right. Tigers fans are still saying to uh, to Powell is a fucking fraud. He's a dud, yeah. yeah. He's a bench player at best. <laughs> you know, the guy's leading the league in offloads and meters and, you know, he's a, he's a fraud. But that's all right. Well, who have they got? Who knows? Yeah, Plotter, Aaron Woods. Sure. Yeah, well, they had Aaron Russell Woods. Packer. Are we getting him next year? Yeah, right? oh, he's always, it's the redemption, redemption. side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was very happy with today's performance. What mostly I was happy with was mm. just the attitude, mm. because their attitude against the Cowboys was disgusting. They mm. just got embarrassed, and no one, apart from maybe Gutho and Nathan Brown, has a go every week. And then it was literally and the old mate, fucking celeb. Uh, well, actually, celebrate Kenny, Kenny yeah, Edwards. Well, Kenny yeah. Edwards old had a go at least. Raspberry, Raspberry Cordial. You see him today. He kissed Bevan French. He gave him a kiss on the cheek. Okay, and, you know, yeah, it was a bit weird. Is he trying to be? Is he trying to be a modern day Murph Hughes? Yes, I okay. think he's trying to be the cross between Murph Hughes and stand up Sam Thiday. Right. Um, but that it was a good result, and they played. Yeah. They played with a bit more spirit. I'm not. Can I? Can I, I bring something? I don't want to rain on your parade. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be the no, Stephen A. I'm not trying to be the Stephen A. Smith <laughs> of this podcast. Can I say though? Yeah. Three of the tries were against the run of play. Mm. And you know what? When you're down the opposite, when you're down there, you've still got to secure the ball. Mm. Like you can't just throw it around. Yeah. Like, you know, but three of them were against the run of play. That's all that's all I'm gonna say. I know the Gutho one. So the first one was a Gutho was against the run of play. Yep. Um and then the Gutho kick return yeah. was against the run of play. Yeah. That's right. And then what was the other one? I can't even remember. Uh, I actually think that they were dominant. Like they had more possession, they had more territory, and they seemed to. They seemed to. Oh, the Jennings. The yeah. Jennings. Yeah, that was too. That was. Well, it was in the middle of the field. But it was that a was, tackle it was and on, a pop yeah, down. It was a turnover. It was a turnover, yeah. but still, it's not like you were down there putting the pressure on no, the set play. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. But. So I would say the only out of the three, I mean, I again, a, again, not to be harsh. Like, mm. I don't want to be harsh. I'm going to rate on your parade. And yeah. Good, good victory. And, 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 you know, 24 to 10, that's a solid that's victory. Still, yeah. But I would say the, the Bevan French try was really the only kind of set, here we go, we've got pressure, let's put. You know, on second tackle and kick. And on the second tackle kick, yeah. He so, was actually, it should have been a penalty. Like, he was run off the ball. He's, he's. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to throw another uh, Skip Bayless to your mm. Stephen A. Smith. Fastest man over 10 metres. Brenton Lawrence has got a, a, a new threat, Bevan French. Nah, not a chance. <laughs> over 20 metres, Bevan French will get him. But literally, if it's a 10 metre run... I don't know. 
Because Bevan French isn't you that far as over 40 metres. No, you've got to remember with Bevan French, right? Yeah. Now, I've done, I've done the hard stats on this. Okay. Because of his size, okay. he has to take 57 steps to go over 10 metres. <laughs> Brendan Lawrence can do it in three. Do you think it's like an optical illusion? He looks <laughs> like he's moving faster than he he's actually He's like the roadrunner, you know, when the, and it just became, becomes a wheel underneath because his legs are so, running so fast. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but anyway, it was a, it was it was a good good win. It was probably Barra's best win again against the fucking understrength St George side, yeah. whose bubble is bursting a bit too. You know they got done by the dogs last week, mm. and the dogs haven't exactly been no. Riding, but the dogs you know? had a lot to play for. Yeah. So, but it was at least they didn't really let Para has a knack of letting teams back mm. into the game, and they mm. didn't let him in and. They took their chances. They they didn't make a lot of mistakes. Gutho was our best. Corey Norman actually was probably our best. To be him and him and Gutho were excellent. Mm. Um, Norman coming off an absolute fucking stinker last week too. Do you think Norman was a little bit? Do you think he was a little bit nervous coming up against Thurston? Maybe last week he was different. Today he was angry. Like I liked yeah. it. He put a he put a hit. You know, Para went. 71 minutes without getting a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't have a problem with it. It wasn't a, it wasn't a game where there were, there were only six penalties in the whole game. Mm. So I think that stat is overblown a little bit. But I don't understand what the point is. Well, I think... Oh, I see what you're saying. Poorly coached. No, no, no. I think what... Corey gave away a penalty. Right. And it was just not a penalty. It was... He tackled someone. I think it was Gareth Widoff. So they say Widop, Widop, Gareth Foran, Foran, <laughs> Gareth Widop. And Widop was on the ground and then Corey just had a cheap shot on him and gave it to him, but it wasn't high mm. and it wasn't, it was, it was a fair hit. It wasn't legal. It was like the Marty Tapao hit on uh, Jack Bird last year. No, that was, that was that, high. No, it wasn't. Yes, <laughs> it was. It knocked, he broke his jaw, didn't it? Mate. Jaw's part of the neck. <laughs> Neck's part of the shoulders. Shoulders. Shoulders are legal. Hey, he didn't. Room, he didn't get. He didn't get done for it. <laughs> so gone. he got his calm. Proven. Proven uh, innocent until guilty. But yeah, Norman was penalised. This is what I fucking hate playing at ANZ. You got no. It's no real home ground advantage. No. They get. They get. There was a six-one penalty count. Can I? Uh, mm. Can I? Uh, give you a little bit of information yeah. that I found out okay. two weeks ago in regards to para. Yeah. I actually forgot about it and you say that now when you talk about home grounds. Mm. Do you know what the new ground, the new Parramatta ground is going to be called? Manor Stadium. I've got no idea. No. Wonderland. Oh, for the Wanderers. Yeah. Mm. You've now been overtaken by the Wanderers the as the most... Running. As the most important team out in Parramatta. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. He's, yeah. I'm serious. A, a Wanderers fan didn't know, doesn't know I do a thing with you, okay. so wasn't having a dig at you or anything. He said, yeah, yeah, I've got a thing in the mail. The stadium's going to be done in two years. Um, and I said, great. And he goes, yeah, and you know what the best part is? And I go, what? And he goes, they're calling it Wonderland. And I went, oh, what? Not Pertech. He goes, not nah, not Pertech anymore. It's going to be Wonderland. I went, Whoa. There you go, second fiddle to a bunch of fucking round ball kickers. Mm, I know that you're jealous because we have a stadium. You play on a park. I don't think you call Lowland a stadium. No, it's history. There's history in that. There's history in that grass. <laughs> that dog shit. They can call it what they want. 
it'll be the it'll be the best stadium. I've got so many memories of going out to Para, <laughs> sitting in the stands, with Brett Kenny and Peter Wynn. Um, so yeah, anyway, I found that quite interesting. Wonderland. Can I, can I, well, Here we are from Wonderland Stadium. <laughs> hey, Lotto Land and Wonderland. Right, <laughs> love it. It's what rugby league's about. Yeah. Can I just call you out on something while we're while we're calling each other out on things? Yeah. I've, so I've had a fucking. I should give a shout out. Not all heroes wear capes. To yeah. The, the podcast listeners, I had a shitty week and everyone mm. was lovely. But in the meantime... We're a real community mm. on Twitter. Yeah. We gather around. Um, but in the meantime, mm. you know, you like you like a bit of loyalty. It's all you ask for. And my partner in crime, Ben, you, mm. fucking out there gallivanting this new bromance you've got. I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. With fucking Andrew Bogut. <laughs> What is going on with you two? Mate, bros. <laughs> Bigot, I call him. He's a fucking racist. Is he? Yeah. He's a full on. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> he's for our hundredth from our hundredth episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's blocked me. Bogut. As he. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we share a, we share quite we share a common athletic. love. Yeah. We're we're big white guys yeah. who are capable jump. of magic. Yeah. Um, but held back from injuries. Has Bogut got an? Has he got a nickname? Um, the Bogey. <laughs> the Bogeyman. The Bogeyman. <laughs> Humphrey. Humphrey Bogut. <laughs> what would, did you have? Did you ever give yourself a nickname on the? Yeah, the, I call. I call. Yeah, I was called the Pizza Delivery Boy. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I delivered. <laughs> no, it's just a bit, that wasn't the that Pizza was Delivery the Boy. Man, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Marvel. It was a play on Carmel Lyons, Mailman. But, but I was, because you know how there's a shot clock? Yeah. And you've got 30 seconds on the shot clock in the NBL. In yeah. the NBA, it's 24. Okay. So I used to be called the pizza boy. Okay. And they go, why do, you, why do you call you the pizza boy? And say, because I deliver within 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I then took that nickname to my lovemaking as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> I deliver a load in 30 seconds. And then um, I go to sleep. <laughs> Within another thirty seconds. That's right. Um, so yeah, me and me and Neil Bogut. Bogut. Well, you know, that's uh, two interactions I've had with him. Yeah, where well, he's responded and you've chuckled together. Yeah, I have to log on to my Northern Eagles account to see. Right. <laughs> you probably guys don't know this, but I run an account called the Northern Eagles. I do have to shout out to those parody account owners because I'm. As you guys would know, if you if you followed me on Twitter or heard me on Facebook, I like I've got a lot of hatred for man, mm. but even then I can't find the energy to run a parody account. Mm. So it takes a special type of person to have that energy yeah, to actually a special amount of free time to maintain. Well, I've got a lot of free time. Yeah. I still can't be bothered doing mm. it. Um, so I, yeah, I started a North. I think it was called Northern Eagles is too long. Yeah, right. So I called it North Eagles and tried to, I was in a particularly, I think Manly had just, you know, won and Parra had lost and I was in a bad mood. And I thought, I'll show those Manly fans. And I did like two <laughs> I'll, bring up, I'll bring up something from 15, yeah, 16 I'll bring years up the Manly, ago. I, I basically blew my ward in 30 seconds, <laughs> much like you, where I, I pretty much said Northern Eagles, Tony Abbott, yeah. um, and then, yeah, so just was six in a row. And so you didn't, you didn't really need to have a parody account because that's pretty much what you would have anyway. 
But so I have to log on to that account to oh, see right. Bogut because yeah. you haven't blocked me on there. Well, I thought, you know, I've got to keep up good relations because, you know, we're planning to do our um, summer summer podcast yes. where we dare talk about other sports. Other sports. And uh, the NBR, NBLs would be is a good summer sport. Yeah. Traditional Ameri- uh, Australian summer yes. sport. Well, we all cricket. grew up playing. Yeah. Growing summer. up. The Boxing Day basketball. <laughs> the, ba- the Boxing Day playoffs. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Um, so what are we? What do we got next? All right, we got. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Right. Welcome to the uh, internet sensation that's uh, sweeping the world, mm. which is I'm done. Mm. Where we all get to have a little fucking whinge. Rugby league. I've got a couple. I got. I got quite a few. Got okay. Quite a few. Let's get through it. Here, here's one of mine. Doubting my team before a game. I'm down. Oh wow, that's confident. Yeah, I I, I think we can beat anyone. Okay. I doubt it. On your day or just anyone? Anyone, anytime, anywhere. You want to battle me anytime? Yeah, mate. Call me up anytime and I'll send the boys down. Okay. Oh, I'm done. After after the Raiders game. After the Knights. No, no. I knew we were gonna. I knew we were gonna beat the Knights. <clears throat> I wasn't worried. About yeah. nights, you were worried about the Raiders. Yeah, but, that, but yeah, I was worried. But then we won, and that's why I'm done. I'm okay. not going to doubt them. Okay, we're now legitimate top eight team. We're legitimate. We're, we're not like oh, this is just luck. This is just fluke. Premiership favourite. We are. We'll win the games that we should win. And you know, look, every dog has its day, yeah. and you hope that you're not the team playing that team yeah, when it does yeah, have its yeah, day. Yeah. But. You know, we've got to, we've got some games coming up. We played Tigers twice, and you go, "Yep, we should." Before we like, oh, let's go get some roll. What if like, no, fuck it, we'll 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 beat them both times. Yeah, I'm done down. Bold, yes. bold prediction. That's right. You beat the Tigers twice. twice. Wow. Um, yeah, we're. I, I'm done. Okay. I'm done downing. I'm 100 percent behind this mighty man. So I like it. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um. Peter Shemin. I'm done. How much business have we sent their way? With our how much free publicity we sent their way? Yeah. You know, we we talk about half their half their followers on Twitter is purely from this podcast. So like twelve people. Yeah. (laughs) I sent out a tweet saying, Hey, how about a hey, we're the official partner of the Peter Shemin. Yeah. How about a reserve table to watch the state of origin? Nothing back. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like this is. I've been in one way relationships before, and I feel like I'm in another one. <laughs> I've been in a one way relationship for years, <laughs> thirty one years. So I, I'm, that's it for the Peter Shemin. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm. And, and to be honest, we had that one magical evening there, <laughs> where it was. It was like going to Disneyland. It was like, <laughs> what the hell is this place? And it's just five minutes down the road, and this is wonderful. And look at all the things mm. to look at and play with. Yeah, you know, it we was, did it. It was great. We went back there though. We went there after, after State Origin. of Origin. They didn't. They couldn't confirm that we could get a date. Yeah. So we went after State of Origin because mm. without a confirmed reserve table, it's pretty poor viewing. <laughs> well. That was part of the reason, but we'll be honest, we didn't want to get stabbed. We that didn't want to get stabbed main... by some some Queensland fan on ice. Yeah. You know. But so 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 we went there and it was 
pretty dark. It was depressing. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> no. Can they not even just put a smile on their face, pretend they want to be there? I mean. <laughs> at at 11.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, here with a bucket. God. So, uh, I, Peter, Peter Shemin, I'm done. Okay. I'm not done. So, can we try to go back? We'll give it one more chance. All right. We'll give it one more. But we've got to try something new. We've got to go, you've got to go there from a Thursday, Friday or Saturday night. That's yeah. Yeah. Proper, have a proper night where we just, you know, keep that. <laughs> just loosen our neck. Go with a big wad of cash. <laughs> $12. <laughs> got to make sure we keep the dollars and not exchange for stripper bucks. Um, all right. Next. I've got one okay. from uh, the other from the other co-host of the Screaming News podcast. Okay. Mario Siegs. Mario. Shout out to Mario. Choc Mundine. Choc Watmo. Chocolate. Every cunt is called Choc. I'm done. That's a little bit controversial. Is it racist? Yeah. Choc Mundine is black. Chocolate is black. Mm. Chocolate Mo has a black mark on his career. That's right. <laughs> is that why they're called Choc? Because they're chocolatey? I don't know. Like, what's Choc coming from? What Mo got to do with Choc? I get what Mundine. Yeah. He's the original Aboriginal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Chocolate. That's. There's clearly a racial overtone to that one. Yeah. Not racist, I'm just saying there's a. You know. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe I should call myself Choc. Choc Billy. Choc Buttons. Choc Buttons! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like quite a tasty treat. <laughs> It's like, a, it's like a Smarties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get some popcorn and yeah. diet soda and some, hey, and some choc buttons. It reminds me of when George Costanza wanted to be called T-Bone. <laughs> I'm just right. going to engineer. Yeah. <laughs> call me Choc and they won't. All right. I'm going to call you Choc from now on. <laughs> Done. Choc. Choc buttons. buttons. Um, <clears throat> my rap name. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Here's one from uh, Twitter from Ricky. Billy's constant jealousy over Manly. I'm done. I'm done. Ricky, that's like... If you could go back in time... Okay. If you go back in time and you're a young... Three kilo child. (laughs) I was like... Nine nine year old three kilo child. (laughs) And you went... Before I had those... Sutherland juice, I call it. <laughs> Sutherland juice. Sutherland juice. We got the the, uh, the gallon pills. Yeah. Um, and you could do over, right? And you could pick another tone. Who would no. Who would you go with? Would you rather? That's a That's a good. Who would, would you I rather? rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? No. If you could go back in time and pick another tone, mm. knowing what you know now. I think I'd go who crowded. would you rather? I, I, I enjoy the pain. I'm like a... Yeah, you're like a sadomasochist. Yeah, yeah, I've got like... Yeah, right. I've got clamps on my nipples right now as we speak. <laughs> you know, You've got two little eels. Squirming around my breakfast. No, not manly though. Manly... I, I'm constantly amazed. Someone put something out the other day saying... Oh, you know, who's the most hated team in the comp for real? One of the Manly fans. And I was like, you guys don't get it. Like, Manly, I think the, the hatred has worn off a little bit. And mm. you're no longer 
the true silver cars. I would say like the Broncos probably. Least. Yeah, the mm. Roosters and the Broncos take that title. But for people of my vintage, you know, we go through this all the time and you vigorously mm. defend. But that was the thing about Manly, that they... Perfectly legal. It was back then. Mm. But they, that's what they did. They took every... The problem was, is that the Eels tried to be the Civil Tales in 2009. When it wasn't legal. <laughs> when it wasn't legal. <laughs> so, Bra- so Bradley Arthur came in and said, look, I've studied the tapes of the 1992 <laughs> Manly Seagulls. And that's where they turned. Look at all these players that they We need to go and buy Ian. Look at, look at all these players. They get spud, they got Ian. Look, that, that's what we've got to do. We've just got to go out and buy everyone. And they're like, Bradley Arthur, you are a super coach. <laughs> so no, not Manly. I'm not, I'm not, and, and Ricky. But it's not me. Don't hate the uh, player, I hate the game. Uh, okay, well, I've also got another, I've got another couple of uh, would you rathers okay. from another ex-host of the show. Yeah. Uh, Killer. Yeah. He sent in a couple. Here's one from uh, Killer. If I hear fucking Gaznia speak about rugby league players in the pr- plural form again, i.e. you got your Cronks, you got your Slayers, you got your Smiths. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> they do do it a lot, don't they? Yeah. They do it a lot. It's yeah. ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, you got your DCEs, you got your... It's like, no, there's just one, one of them. You got your Reynolds. <laughs> there you, you got go. got your rights. Yeah. Yeah, you got your rights on the manly side. Yeah, absolutely. You got your Burgess. <laughs> Burgi. Burgi. You got your Burgi. Um, okay. But yeah, that's Gaznia. Fucking idiot. Um... And he's got another one. Games being played at 6 p.m. during bath time. Oh, I'm done. Wow. I don't mind the 6 p.m. I yeah. I'm gonna man. I'm gonna disagree here with with uh, Keller. I actually like the 6 p.m. Yeah. game. If it was a choice between a 6 p.m. game on Friday and a Monday night game, I'd be up for I'd be up for 6 p.m. Yeah, I'm the same. I like it. Took me a while to get used to no Monday game. Yeah. Oh, I see. I hated the fucking yeah, Monday game. Yeah. I think it's because Manly had to play so many of them. <laughs> They'd always put us on a Monday night. It's like all the football's over. Everyone's gone on holidays, and you're kind of like, oh no, wait, remember they're still us? We, we, we still got to play. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I, I like it. I like the six pm game. Um, you know, you can listen to it when you're driving that's home right. on Triple M, or you can you know, watch you it when you're at work, and you can just watch it on your laptop. While you pretend to do uh, budgets and things like that, you know. <laughs> or you can pretend that you're looking after your children yeah. as a house dad, but yeah. you're actually just watching the footy and yeah. tell the kids to feed themselves. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I think I think the thing with that game, and this may be one of my undones, is people complaining about crowd sizes. You kind of can't have it both. So everyone wants to talk about the NRL and broadcasting, I think you have to accept that for a six o'clock game, you're probably not going to get a sellout. But don't complain about it because mm. it's, it's still a good game. But yeah. maybe have those games, you know, at Leichhardt, at the inner city mm. grounds that aren't, yeah. aren't. Because the point, I think you made one where Manly played a six o'clock game, and a few of the Manly guys on Twitter made a good point saying, How the fuck are you going to get to Brookie mm. from the city? Mm by six mm. or from anywhere by you mm. know 
um, I think they probably need to iron that out a bit because having them in, in hard to get to places that aren't well served by public transport, yeah. uh, it, it's not, and it doesn't make it as good to watch on telly or even listen to on the radio when there's 10 people there. So that's the only thing. Yeah. But people I mean, need I, to get over that too. Yeah, I, I think they, look, it depends on what we're trying to go for. Are we going for audiences on the TV or are we going for audience live Gage, in the game? Yeah. You know, like like that game versus the Knights. There's no one there. There was like two and a half thousand. But who thousand. would have gone in there right now? Two and a half thousand. There, it was fucking pelting yeah, down. It was nice. rain. It was torrential. And, was um, it yeah, it was sodden. Sodden. Um, but can I just give a shout out mm. now that we're talking about that? Mm. I just want to give a shout out to DCA. Who okay. not all heroes wear capes. He stayed back for half an hour in the rain, taking photos, making sure everyone who was bothered to come to that game got a selfie with him. And he was out there apparently for almost till the next day. <laughs> almost till the next day. All twelve people. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to DCA. Yeah. I know he, I know he's a huge fan of the show and listens yeah. to it. Um, doesn't like us on Instagram, but that's alright. He, he, he just prefers the real thing. You know, he likes to listen to us, not watch us, which is fair enough. Um, but on, on, also on the on the subject of DCA, yeah, I don't think I brought it up, but can I just say how much I'm enjoying him as a captain on the side? Mm, you bring it up every day. No, I don't. I don't know if I do. <laughs> you do. We, you we, love we, it. We, we, I think we talk about it. Person, in, in our personal life, but I don't think we talk about it on the I enjoy the way he, I enjoy the way he talks to the refs. I think he's really polite. I think that's the way to go. Um, until you've at least worked up a bit of a, a, a relationship or a rapport with him. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he gets his point when the when the refs make a good call, and he's like, "Oh, what was that for?" And he goes, "Oh," and they go, "Oh, you know." Blah blah blah. And he goes, oh, okay, yep, fair enough. Good call, good call. Like, you get bo- nothing against Jamie Lyon, but Jamie Lyon did seem to, even when something was blatantly wrong, he still would. Like, it's kind of like you know what? You got to give a little bit to get a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, so I like the way DCE handles the refs. Um, and you know what I also like, and I love him in interviews. I think. And do you know what I love the most? And you're proving it right now. I love the fact that I think all Manly fans, when they hear him in an interview, they love listening to him. And I think if you don't like him and if you don't like Manly, I think the way he talks gets you even angrier and dislike him even more. Triggered. I think he triggers people, yeah, exactly. And I think he I think he increases people's hate for Manly. See, I listen to the way he talks and I'm like, he's so well-spoken. I really like it. But people probably take it as, oh, he's such a fucking little prick. Like, I love it. I love it. Every time I hear him say something, I think, this is triggering people all around Australia right now. I love it. And I was listening to, uh, I was listening to uh, the radio and I think it was Ryan Girdler. Girds. Girds. Said that, He's got the personality of a fish, Ooh, wow. which I thought was strong words. Yeah. Um, Good is a lo- lovable arrogant. Yeah. But do you know what? So I, I dismiss that. But then the then the guys on the show went, oh, that's a bit, oh, and got stuck into him saying that was a bit harsh. And he went, no, no, sorry, let me, 
And then he's, I think he sums it up really well. He said that he is the Michael Clark of the NRL. Mm. If, if he's... If, well, Michael Clark, captain, you know, made a representative team without embarrassing himself. <laughs> <laughs> he also embarrassed himself when he represented the team as well. So, But... I, I, there is a I, bit of that. I, I would say that. There's something about the personalities. It's something that people look at them and they don't Impressive, see them. Yeah. Yeah, but I, and I also think it's they don't see the lovable knockabout. Yeah. Oh, good on ya. You know, like they hear him talking like, he sounds a bit too educated for my liking. He can string I'm a sentence together. Educated, but yeah. Mate, he speaks really well. Yeah, well, the main streets of Scooter. I mean, I, I'll just put, I'll just put, I'll put him up against fucking Sammy Rodradra or no. you know Tim Manor, Tim, Tim Manor, Manor or or Jared Hayne or any of those guys, and he, you can't. Well, you're not setting thing. the bar particularly. No, I'm just saying these are the guys who get interviewed a lot. Yeah, and you can't understand the fucking word they're saying. I, I think he's, I, I enjoy him as a captain, well, and, I, and I love the fact that he just. If anything, he's increasing everyone's hate of Manly, and uh, the 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 more the more you hate us, the stronger it's, we get. That's what you want. It's like when yeah. they say rugby league's doing well when X does well. They say it pretty much about every club, but when Manly's hated, mm. Manly doing well. Yeah. So you, you need a bad guy. You yeah. got to stop trying to be likable. Oh, I don't think we're trying to be likable. No, but some of the, some of you your esteemed fans don't get. It. I still don't think they get it. They're like, right. Oh, how can you hate Manly? Yeah. You have to hate Manly. Yeah. That's that's part of the fun. Oh, I understand why I understand why people hate Manly. Yeah. But I can't understand why you wouldn't be a Manly fan. <laughs> if you're not a Manly fan, I can understand why you hate us. Jealousy, const- we're constantly successful. We win a premiership in every decade. Yeah. I can imagine if you weren't a Manly fan, I I'd imagine you'd be outraged and just constantly triggered. But that's why I can't understand then why you don't just become Manly fans and just go, I can't follow Manly. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't for the life of me. Can, well, I, just, can, I, do, can I look? Yeah. I, I don't want to be grim and I don't want yeah. to be morbid. Yeah. Right? But I've actually thought about this. Yeah. I'm not going to say... I don't want to put. A, I've got a pretty good idea, but I don't. Want, I don't want to put a figure out there for yeah. when you will die, right? But I reckon if you followed Manly, it would extend your life by twenty years. <laughs> yeah, but they're not the, the constant years. stress you have over power. They're not the top. It's of not years. good for you. They're not the top of years I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> they're empty years. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think I think Paris already taken. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your health. Is all I'll say. Well, can, and I will say I'd stopped watching Paris games. I, yeah. I literally just didn't watch them because I was like, this, this game's not bringing me any joy. Yeah. So I watched the Manly games so we could talk about the the you know on the podcast. Yeah. But then I would you'd say, what do you think of Paris? She'd be like, you're like Cyrus. We can talk about round one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Well, yeah. I was done with para, but now I'm back. Okay. And this is it's the yo-yo of being a para fan, but I don't think. Uh, anyway, we'll see. Can I? And I just want. I just got one more. Um, I just got one more. I'm done. This is okay. one of mine. Yeah. Um, watching other teams play. Okay. I'm done. You're done. Even the Eels. 
Oh no, I watch Eels because he's gonna I, have some banter. I gotta have. I gotta watch it for the podcast. Yeah. But I found that I was watching other teams because of Supercoach, and like, uh, oh, yeah, I want to yeah. see how they. God, it's boring. Yeah. I just found it was just destroying my complete love of the game. It's like, oh my god, watching watching these fucking guys plot around the field. I don't know how anyone does it. <laughs> and they're like, oh look, look, here come the Titans. It's like, give the fuck. <laughs> I enjoy oh, it. Oh, look at look at the Titans versus the fucking the bunnies versus the bunnies, or you know who's another team I don't give two shits about. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh Penrith versus the Cowboys. Oh, here we go. This is going to be a nail biter. Gives a fuck. Yeah, honestly, unless they're playing manly, they're just a bunch of okay. fucking. They're just a bunch of guys running around in tight shorts. <laughs> Can I say I saw Adam Reynolds? The, the Rabbitohs halfback, yeah. in case you don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, it's part of my shittest weakest, I mm. think it's the Latin term. Mm. He was in fucking Prince of Wales. Anus Horribilis. Anus Horribilis. Uh, yeah. Weakest Horribilis. Yeah. Um, he was at Prince of Wales Hospital at like one in the morning with his daughter. Oh, wow. It was pretty good of him. You know, yeah. on, on um, Monday night. Mm. So I, and, I, and I saw him and I... You know, when you, it was so fucking late, we'd been up all night the night mm. before. And so you think you know someone. So I was like looking at him going, I know you somehow. Like, mm. He's fully covered in tats. Yeah. But then I felt a bit like invading his space because he's there in the emergency with his kid. Mm. Um, but yeah, so then when he played, I was like. Well, we're going to go up and bag him, right? No, no, no. I, was quite, I thought that was pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good that he was there yeah. with his. He's got a lot, has he? Yeah. Wow. He's, I want to say a... like I want to say like five. Okay. Yeah. She was quite. Yeah. I shouldn't comment about his family, mm. but yeah, it was. Um, I thought for a pro athlete to be at you know one in the morning at the emergency department, yeah, could have could have just let his missus go there, but he was. They were both there. We'd probably just come from party. <laughs> I was trying to keep it up, highbrow. <laughs> This podcast is known yeah. for highbrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to wheelchair jokes. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's about it yeah. for this week. So, um, games coming Orange up. Oh, well, yeah, we got Orange. So we got two tickets. Billy and yeah. I will be there. So yeah. um, we'll we'll we won't podcast obviously live from the venue. It's a little hard to take the mixer and the sound card and the computer and the two mics, <laughs> get that all through security and then run an extension cord from the members area. <laughs> Might all be a little bit too difficult. Yeah. We're not as committed as we used to be. No. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Any comments going into it? I'm nervous because mm. Thurston fucked Para. Mm. Thurston was amazing in that game, coming off weeks out and just was dominant mm. and had the refs on us, not not blaming the refs, he would, but just he's so good at talking to refs and refs mm. are intimidated by him. Mm. And I think we underestimated his him being missing in the last mm. game. So I'm I'm not confident. But I think we've got still a better squad. And I think these guys, Hess and whoever the other guy that Jackson Hastings stood up for, mm. they could be myths. You yeah. Know. Um so I hope I think if we don't win this game, it's, we're done. Yeah. Well, uh, you don't know how much the way the media is talking about it. Mm. It's if or it is if we've won the yeah. series, 
and everyone's saying, yeah, it's our time, this is the Blues' dominance, and we've won one game. Yeah. But you don't know if that's filtering through to the players. Yeah. I but know. I tell you what, it reeks uh, of game two, 2015, after yeah, yeah, Melbourne, yeah. when they were like the Bash Brothers, and Clemmer and Woodsy, and yeah. yeah, here we come, we're going to fight. And then we went up there and they beat us by like 50 points yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so I definitely, yeah. I, I, I'm concerned with how we've, everyone's carrying on like we've already won the series. Yeah. Um, but I went through the t- I went I went through the team player by player and compared their fullback to our fullback and blah yeah. blah blah today. And mate, honestly, they've got us covered in yeah. almost all positions. From from one to seven, yeah, we only outdo them in one position, and that's what I would say. Center. We have got Hayne versus um, Darius Boyd. Yeah. At centre, I'd say Hayne probably Maybe. outdoes yeah. Boyd, but Slater Tedesco, I'd probably give it to Slater. You know, you've got Gagai, you've got Morris, you've got all these. You've got your Morrises. Yeah, you've got your Gagai. You've got you got your Dugans. <laughs> you've got your, you know, and you've got your Chambers. You've got your Chambers up against your Dugans. And your Fardos. And I'd, and I'd say that, no, and you, I'd say your Chambers are better than your Dugans. Yes. And I'd say... Uh, your Valentine Holmeses a bit yeah. than your Morrises. Def- well, well Morrises actually yeah. does work in that case. Yeah, that one go. Um, they're better than Morris. Yeah, and then you've got your who's your other who's your other winger for New South Wales? You got your um, your other guy. I'm having a complete. Fun. Oh, you got your Fergusons. Yeah. You got your Fergusons up against your, your gay guys. Okay. Gay guys. Um, so gay guys basically, apart covered. from your Haynes, yeah. And your and your Boyd's. But well, what about the future immortal, Mitchell Pearce? <laughs> <laughs> in the halves, they've got us. Obviously, yeah. You got your Cronks. You got your Thurston's. Yeah. Um, up against your Pierces and your yeah and, and your Maloney's. Your Smiths. Your Smiths. And then you got your Smiths. Your, you'd be better than your Pete's. But then your Fords. We get them in the Fords. Yeah. And I would say we've got them. We've got them covered in our Fords. Uh, with the exception of one of their second rowers, and I can't even fucking remember who it is. Oh, your Gillettes. Yeah. You got your Gillettes up against your, uh, I can't remember who it is. Like Graham. You, like no, Graham. Graham comes off the bench. Um, uh, you got your Frizzells up against you. <laughs> I can't remember who I gave it to, but whoever, whoever your Gillette was up against, I gave it to Gillette. Okay. Oh, you Josh Jacksons. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I, I gave it to I gave it to Gillette over Josh Jacksons. I think our bench is better. Our bench is better than Dan. You got yeah. your Travoyevichs, you got yeah. your Clemmers, you've got your um, you got your Jack Birds. Your yeah. Jack Birds are better than your Morgans. <laughs> so, it, this is the thing. One to seven, the Queenslander got us, but then from then on, we, we we've got them. So, well, the narrative as well. You heard Glocker. Great, one of the great. Oh, one of the great commentators. One of the great minds of the rugby league. And he was talking about the Eels not getting a penalty, you know, yeah. and the lack of penalties in the game tonight. Yeah. And he was like, "I hope this happens on the weekend because of game one, there weren't yeah. the whistle was. Yeah. The ref put the whistle in his pocket. Oh, fantastic! Same uh, ref, so hopefully, uh, yeah. But I think Queensland will be working behind the scenes to try and speed it up a bit mm, more because mm. I think, as you point out, if they can get a faster game with mm. less plotting, less forward activity, yep. it plays into their hands a bit, yep. uh, especially with Thurston. Thurston just fucking carved up Para, mm. And I know Para aren't New South Wales. Well, you got your manners. you got yeah. your... <laughs> former origin. you got your... 
You got your eddies. You got your fucking your Moses. Your Moseses. Your Mosai. Mosai. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't say. I would definitely. I don't think I'd compare Parrot. I mean, they're close, but I don't think I'd compare Parrot to the New South Wales Origins. Got a lot of players in the rec players. Obviously, made up fifty percent of Parrot players. Gutho, Gutho. There's a case in you know Gutho. Yeah, down, down. Yeah, down. I could definitely see Gutho coming off the bench as a utility. Yeah, Mister Fix It. You got your Gutho's. You got going off Gutho's. You got your Gutho's. Um, but anyway, it. all right, that's it for this week. Uh, we've got uh, Manly's got Cronulla. Okay. Which Cronulla are in great form. They just keep going. They don't stop competing. It's almost like they're superhuman. superhuman. They it's just, amazing. It's amazing. They just don't seem to get tired. It reminds me of, I mean, it's a, cro- it's a bit of a cross code, but it almost reminds me of Lance Armstrong during the Tour de France. <laughs> he just keeps going, doesn't, Finds it doesn't even level. get puffed. No. Doesn't even it's get amazing. puffed. They must have the same trainer or something. So I was at the, the Dank Cup this weekend. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and then you've got uh, then you've got the Parra going up against one of their easiest oppositions, which is the buy round. Well, they might win. I don't know. Who's the size up? One of their players might get done and they could lose someone. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I think this is when um, Corey Norman got done last time during yes, the bye the round, bye wasn't it? Is, yeah. It was. That's this is actually that. one of your toughest rounds. Yeah. You might end up with only 12 players on the field next week. You know the rules, Corey. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, as we always say, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Matthew Wright kiss you goodbye. Oh. Good night. Good night. Good night.